0: Hey, Fro, mm-hmm. want to hear a Halloween joke?
1: Yes.
0: What do goblins and ghosts drink when they're hot and thirsty at a Halloween party? Uh, blood. aid.
2: <laughs> On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, Fro, Luke, and me, Tilly, will be talking about the news of the week, the pay-per-view Hell in a Cell, now predictions, the origin of Halloween... Boo, a Halloween, and Westworld, Episode 4. This is another digital citizen. zone.
1: This is the digital setting 5, 5, 5, 4,
2: This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us for the digital world Welcome citizen
3: Gentlemen, welcome to this spooky episode of another Digital Citizen episode 55. Spooky 55. Blah, 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 blah. Hi. Hi, to <laughs> Hi, Tilly.
2: <laughs> Hi, Fro. T- <laughs> that was a very uh, camp ghost.
3: Uh, I am a camp ghost. So I
2: figured you would be. You, you play
3: yeah. it well. Uh, uh, how was your week?
2: Absolutely brilliant. I yeah. love the Isle of White.
3: Isle of White, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: We have we had a competition uh, last week called Where Were Stilly and Luke One. Hi Luke.
0: Hi bro, hi everybody. Yeah.
3: Yep. yep. You you guessed the correct uh, place.
0: I think I guessed, said it wrong because I didn't remember 100% because no. Tilly sent it to me in a, or I think she sent it to both of us but uh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not I really... think I
0: call it the Isle of Wight.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think I did.
0: That. You That's did. not correct. Yeah. But then I I think I corrected myself and said white, but I didn't know yeah. what it was so
2: Well, you know, you, you were close. And I wouldn't expect you guys to really it doesn't they don't really do much there so it's not really globally so famous for much. Do there? I went to a place called Amazon World, where they have lots of endangered species that would normally live in the Amazon. Um,
1: oh, and some you, birds made friends.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that place, uh, you know, uh, you wander around, and all the animals are around you—the the yeah. safe ones. They keep the ocelots away yeah. and the monkeys away from you. Yeah, but, like, um,
3: oh, hi, Dad. Hi, Mom.
2: Yeah, well, they're like they're like my cousins. <laughs> But yeah, I had this massive macaw, you know, the big parrots, big blue and gold yes, ones.
3: I saw, I saw a picture of that.
2: Yeah, well, I'm normally afraid of those and because, you know, they can bite your finger off. I, I don't play with things that can bite my fingers off. Right. And it just decided that it wanted to come, over. it wanted me to sort of let my arm go nearer it because as it came near it, it grabbed its foot out and grabbed my arm and pulled it towards so, it.
3: I have a question. Why do you play with me and Luke, Dan? We can bite your fingers off.
2: <laughs> yeah, but not through the internet.
0: I'd rather I... not.
2: Yeah, I, I need. it's um... very
0: irony. I'm not a big iron taste fan, so.
2: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> That's not required. Really a... But this is a
3: spook
0: episode so
3: so we have to pretend we are eating people.
2: Oh. Well, <laughs> I've just made um, cake, in the shape of tombstones. That's spooky. Eat them instead of my fingers.
3: Yeah. Uh, And Luke tried desperately to learn Norwegian this week. Do you want to tell the audience why you wanted to learn Norwegian this week?
0: I didn't try at all, but I looked at a website that was in Norwegian that I wanted to read, if that's what you're talking about. I am
3: talking about that. What was that uh, website?
0: I have no idea what it was called, because it's in Norwegian. <laughs> but uh, it, it was, was a...
3: called Wrestling.no. Oh,
0: okay. Oh. Yeah, it was yeah. a Norwegian uh, independent pro wrestling thing, because yeah. uh, I was interested in this because of our first news story this week.
3: Yes, and what is that news story?
0: I guess uh, your wants? Prime Minister... Uh, legalized boxing because I guess boxing had yes. been illegal there for a really long time ben, so they had their yes. first boxing match in many many years in Norway uh, this week
1: no two
3: two or two and a half weeks the ago two weeks yeah. ago
0: okay so the yeah, it's think, just the uh, yeah. there's a the big controversy about it <laughs> yeah the big controversy happened this week yeah. where a lot of people said uh, I guess people consider boxing uh, too brutal uh, right. A lot of people in Norway think it's just barbaric, uh, and
2: this was women as well.
0: Right. I'm quite proud oh, of that. Right. Yes, I, yeah,
2: I'm pro.
3: Cecilia, sports if you want to do it. Yeah, Cecilia Brekus, I mean, uh, she's she's the. Uh, I mean, she's won everything in boxing.
2: Yeah, like, you wouldn't yeah. mess with her.
3: Like, like outside yeah, Norway? No, no, not at all. Like, I would not try to steal her uh, steal her wallet. Uh, she, she, I mean, there's a lot of
0: money in female fight sports right now, period. So, uh, I can see how, yeah, that would definitely be one of the reasons you probably decide to do it if you guys have such a prolific female fighter already who's from Norway.
2: Yeah, I just, I love it. Women's Revolution with the at least that's a nice little bit in history to go down. That the first boxing match that happened in is it 35 years in Norway?
3: Yeah
2: was a women's one, and the female Prime Minister turned up. Spice Girls
0: will be eating this up. <laughs> I, was that the real controversy, is that the Prime Minister was there and kind of endorsing it? Uh, yeah. Not so much that it was happening, yeah. I, guess.
3: I, yeah, mean, I, guess uh, I I mean, I don't really blame her. I, don't re- I think this is a storm in a water glass. I think this is making... Shit, uh, uh, from gold, it's it's nothing. It's it's stupid.
0: You're probably not going to have uh, MMA there anytime soon, though. Probably is my guess. Oh no! From what I've read, like they probably go, "Wow, that's even more ridiculously yeah crazy." And Luke, and Luke
3: sent me a message. He's like, "Yeah, well, well, you just uh, got uh, boxing illegal." When oh, uh, maybe we'll soon have the WWE coming, and I was like. Well, we had uh, indie wrestling for quite a while.
0: Yeah, it was uh, at least here in America. <laughs> the people who run in the, uh, most of the states where you go and you uh, you have to there, – there's like a commission. And it's right. usually like boxing, liquor, uh, commission that also regulates the pro wrestling uh, in a lot of the states in America. So I kind of thought maybe it was like that where now that they had done that for boxing – uh but, maybe but I guess you've had pro pro wrestling there for a while. WWE yeah. just never goes there.
3: Yeah, it's many years we had uh the Indies here in Norway. Or a Norwegian India company. Uh, but you found some someone you knew of in uh in the Norwegian company.
0: Uh yeah. Uh well it's the he's from uh uh Matt Cross. He uh, plays Son of Havoc in uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he was in their, like uh, roster page. Yeah. So he was the only guy I could I'd noticed, and I think he was probably more of an alumni than like a regular. But yes, yes,
3: yes. He's been in Norway fighting fights.
0: I don't that's think. So cool.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, really cool.
0: Oh, yeah, that guy's been around forever. He's actually a lot older than he looks, and uh, he's been all over the world, so, yeah, I'm not really surprised.
3: I love Son of of Havoc. I I think he's such a cool character. He's such a cool character. Uh, But uh, who is also kind of, well, a cool character? Should I call him a cool character? The British MP?
2: Um... Which British MP was it? There's like a, a hundred of them.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a hundred British MPs. Uh, yeah. If that's what you're talking about, bro. Are we talking about the same story right now? Yeah.
2: I think, well, me and Luke okay. definitely Making are, sure. so, uh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was confused. Um, <laughs> this is
2: about Laurie Love, the autistic hacker that um, managed to hack into a lot of American... Um, Super secret places like the Federal Reserve, the US Army, the Department of Defense, NASA, and the FBI, and sort of changed pictures and um, what else was it? it was sort of just changing details on people, but just like on their agents.
0: Right, and I guess the story that uh, that happened in 2013, I believe. Um, yes. Is- when he when they uh, when he, the actual attacks happened, but he got caught at some point. Uh, the real problem that the MPs uh, in the UK are having, it, it seems, is that seems like they are worried that the criminal justice system in the US is probably a little bad for people who have mental health problems.
2: Yeah, it's not known for being the best place for somebody with mental problems. And given that so, this isn't a violent crime, right. and he has mental health issues, they're sort of saying, uh, "We have dealt with hackers that have, you know, hacked into US things before, so we'll deal with him. Don't extradite him, basically." And they they're calling on uh, Barack Obama to stop the extradition and let them deal with it.
0: Yeah, right. I think it, it's just. Uh it really is a really shows how bad our justice system is when uh a, you know ma- a major power like the uh england is going yeah we don't really want to send our, our criminals there we'd rather just keep our criminals here because your jails are kind of yeah. bad
2: oops and also um in the letter, they've said that Mr. Love would be the first UK-based computer hacker to be extradited and denied the opportunity to face a full prosecution in the UK. So this is the first one that would be extradited as well as him, you know, having mental health issues and then being, you know, we don't really want to send him over there. What are you going to do? Send him to Texas and hit him with a brick.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes because that's what they do hit him with a brick
0: yeah wow well, mm-hmm. that's what well I mean I the, uh, the jails here they have no consideration for people who have mental problems so it's just they're all thrown in together and uh the real thing they're worried about is like him uh, him uh, committing suicide if he was treated badly enough because uh, yeah. he would you know he would go into depression and whatnot so was well, that like, which you basically suffers just saying. With. They're basically saying your jails suck. We don't want to send somebody who's kind of messed up there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But the U.S. is going, we want to look really tough on uh, cybercrime right now. That's our whole gimmick for the last two months. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully they won't extradite him and they'll uh, let our systems deal with him.
3: I have a sad uh, news. Uh, that oh, no. isn't on, on our news article thing. Uh really sad news. Um, Donald Trump's uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star is destroyed.
0: All oh, right, I saw that, yeah. Uh, oh, no, I didn't see oh, that. Other no. pictures?
3: That's... Uh, uh, yeah,
0: it's 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 just kind of, like, smashed a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's not really that smashed. But I, it, the funniest part of that article that Fro's talking about is that... Uh, I guess some guy dressed up like a city worker and like all dressed up in like the the getup. Like uh, which Ghostbusters was that? Ghostbusters two, I guess, where they all get dressed up and they're like going into the. Except he took out a sledgehammer and started smashing the star and telling people, "Oh, we're we're moving it or whatever." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very comical. It's like a cartoon or something.
3: He was given uh, this star in what year? Guess.
0: Oh I have no idea. Ooh. The eighties? Yeah. No.
3: He was given okay. this for his work on the apprentice. Oh what? Alright.
2: Oh yeah, it's So
3: got a TV. Early two
0: thousands? What when was this from?
3: Two thousand and seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the eighties.
2: If you Google Donald Trump Hollywood star and just look at the images. There are so many different things of, you know, somebody with a dog and they've let it poo on it and somebody's <laughs> put a swastika on it. Although I think the swastika is the wrong way around. But, um, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch. <laughs> as well as now it's all smashed up.
0: No, yeah, it's, not- it's become a thing. Like a while ago, somebody, like an artist, uh, went there and they built a little wall around yeah, it that had, like, barbed wire love- and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And this is, of course, from my favorite uh, news uh, source in America, TMC. So I read it from the TMC app as I have it.
0: Quality journal- journalism. Yeah. Yes.
3: Uh, but let's talk about something uh, quite, kind of interesting. Uh, AT&T, a really big uh, internet company uh, over there in the America. I guess we call deal. them like
0: a communications company, because right. they, um, they're they the original people who had to deal with iPhone, and they basically have, uh, up until recently, they were the only ones that you could get through, uh, use your iPhone, was AT&T. Uh, recently, it changed, but they're the biggest communications company kind of in the world. So And
3: Malcolm does work for them? I think he works uh,
0: for AT&T. Well, he did. I think that's wrong. <laughs> uh, I, think, yeah. I don't think he does anymore.
3: Yeah, he he did.
0: He did. Yeah, I've, I have no idea. But uh, I... anyway,
3: anyway, here they reach a deal to buy Time War, Warner. Uh, that is maybe the most known for being a movie studio for me as well.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a multimedia. Uh, it's a media company. So it's basically a communications company merging with a media company. So they have Time Warner. uh, One of the things that will maybe affect us is Time Warner owns HBO, which uh, Westworld is on HBO. They own CNN. They own a ton of TV channels. Um, So this is kind of uh, very much like the Comcast uh, did a deal with. um, NBC? uh, NBC? NBC, right So this is kind of like Their competing deals uh, Soon we're only going to have like two companies That own everything in America Is what it comes down to <laughs>
3: yeah. And it's for 85.4 Billion dollars
0: If yeah. it goes through It will be like the largest merger Of all time um, they, can, uh,
3: they can give 10% to us It's okay
0: <laughs> it says, uh, uh, from what I've read, it, it'll take at least a year for it because this is such a massive merger, and we have like laws against uh, monopolies in this country. Right. That if uh, if it doesn't go through the government, if they don't, if the government doesn't sign off on it, um, it won't we'll go through. But yeah, our government got to
2: tick every box basically yeah. and make sure it's double checked by everybody in over.
0: Right, AT T and Time Warner have both donated massive amounts of money to the Hillary campaign. Uh, so she has said nothing about what she would do with this deal. Donald Trump has said he will automatically turn it down if he becomes president. So. What a surprise.
2: He's not the kind of person that would normally jump to uh, saying he's going to do something. No. <laughs> not totally out of character never, for
3: him. Never, ever.
0: So, Russia is also the company who has recently been in trouble for uh selling off people's information to the government for mm. millions of dollars. So, mm. yeah, mm. no links there, no, yeah, all in all, kind of interesting.
3: So, Russia is a little concerned this week because, uh, for the first time in after the war or something like that, Uh, we are going to have stationed uh, troops. Uh, It has gone through uh, the highest uh, government in Norway. We are going to have troops from America in uh, Norway.
0: Well, Uh, actually, (laughs) if you remember, we covered the U.S., um... Marines, re- remember we covered this a year ago almost, uh, right. them doing training exercises, so they've been there. Now they're actually going to set up a base uh, right. on that side of, of Norway, so yeah. Right.
2: And there are caves and things aren't there that they're using for... I don't know if they... It doesn't say what they're using the caves for, but it mentions they're them, so I'm guessing storage.
0: Shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. We game. had talked about this in the earlier story a year ago. They said they're... Uh, actually, they're in the uh, another story that I was reading about this, there is a pretty cool YouTube video showing the Marines uh, driving tanks on on ice. So they're <laughs> like sliding around in these giant <laughs> tanks. Uh, just they're training. They were doing training to get used to driving on ice and things like that. So. <gasps>
2: How much fun uh, would that be? Uh,
0: it it'd be bad. terrifying. Like yeah, you're out really of control. Oh, even a like, tank. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's so. It's so. if it, you're
2: not in
3: the tank. If you're, if you're, you're out of
0: control in something so massive, like uh, <laughs> yeah, if you run into yeah, some you're
3: right. joke, they tanked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
3: but, but Russia is
0: not super happy about this. Oh, uh, no.
3: I wonder why. Could it be because they are our
1: neighbors? Maybe.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, if, if you look at a ma- uh, you know a globe and you were to draw a line kind of in between maybe New York and Russia, you'd go right through Norway. So we are setting up like not only a base, but uh, earlier this year we set up like uh, missile um, detection systems there. Uh, uh, yeah. So Russia is kind of looking at this, going, "Why are you guys setting all this firepower up right next to us?" It would
3: be kind of big. like. Don't be concerned at all! Right, we have <laughs> no plans!
1: Why <laughs> do any of this stuff? Look the other way! It, it's not the thing!
0: If I ran all of a sudden, just started setting up uh, weapons in Canada, and we would America would be like, what? Oh well, nah, it's not concerned.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I understand that the Russians are are concerned. And, of course, if Hillary wins the election, they will be more
1: concerned.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right now, it looks like Hillary is winning the election. So, Uh, Oh, my gosh.
2: Apparently, what all the bookies are saying, all the betting places are... uh...
3: Well, uh, I said it before, we are doing something special uh, for that uh, evening. We are.
0: We just haven't uh, talked about it yet, so we'll figure yeah. it out and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Does it involve we're, lots we're not, of alcohol? We're far out. So I think we're two weeks away. So
3: yeah. Oh, we need to soon plan this. Uh, I just have to buy some alcohol, and yeah, I'm really concerned.
0: Oh uh, but... yeah. It's a whole day thing, so you might want to buy a lot of alcohol, but. Uh, a box of water. final news story uh, Which again is something we kind of covered in the past Not oh, only yeah. we covered on the news But we covered it in the main topic We talked we about this
3: We did uh, They found Planet Nine
0: Also known as Planet
3: X That's Or
0: name. Naribu as we found out Possibly <laughs>
2: ah, Oh Naribu yeah. That is like finding out Exhibit's real name is, you know, Derek.
0: <laughs> I like calling it Naribu better than anything else. I think that's a funner name, but that's just me. It sounds like something
2: backwards.
3: And I'm trying oh, like to like uh, speak back. is back, uh, backwards. <laughs> that's kind of strange. I'm thinking, what is Noribu backwards? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd have to if I had it, out. it written
2: down, yeah, that's it. If You, you right. can look at it. You
3: can read it back. Write it down, Jaleigh, and tell us. Uh,
2: I don't know how it's spelt. This is a new word to my ears.
0: We covered this, though. So, uh... no,
2: I don't remember it. I don't remember Noribu.
0: It'd be Urib, Uri, Urib- bin Yuri <laughs> bin. Aha.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yuri bin. Yep. Yuri bin. bin. Yeah. So when That's- you can't get to the <laughs> toilet, just use the Yuri bin. <laughs> I found uh, that we're not going to cover this, but I just want to say that the uh, title of this Washington Post article okay. Because I don't think they were paying attention maybe or they maybe they did it on purpose, but it's Washington Post article Undiscovered moons may lurk around Uranus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, always wipe
1: twice. <laughs> 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 oh, it's
0: <that's> terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
3: Hey. If you want to email us, and why don't you want to email us? You can do that on another digital citizen at gmail.com or still, Tilly says it.
2: Another digital citizen at gmail.com.
3: And uh, please join our uh, Facebook <laughs> group. Uh, we uh, are some members there and we post shit on there. Um, this week, uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about sports.
4: This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. I hate sports. Not really, but I hate sport and how we look at sport. And how we look at sport people. Like they're a religious bunch of gods. Oh, Tron, you must be jealous because you were lousy in sport. And yes, I was lousy in sport. I was horrible in soccer. I couldn't swim very fast. And when I did for a big run, I was. Hundreds of hundred meters behind anyone else. Sport wasn't the thing for me, but I lived on the city in a city when sport was everything. Sport people, what he did to sport, how he played football, how he did this, how we did that. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. There's too much time spending on sport. Oh, you have to, and. Um, energize the kids, make them be in good shape. Yeah, let them do sport. No, you don't. If you find out your kid hates sport, encourage them to do something else. What about books? Yeah, books. Reading books is not boring, it's not nerdy. It's what makes you smart. Maybe you'll learn something. But sport, well, it can be entertaining. But the problem is and I see in the United States and many adults People who do sport, they're getting away with everything. Well, in America, you have a lot of problem with college sport, where the college athletes have gotten away with rape. And, and the, what? Why did they get a law sentence? Yes, because, well, we couldn't destroy their career, except for the women who already destroyed because they were raped. But back to the basic here. Why sport? Why can we teach kids other things? like you want to do, like music, reading, arts, things that really matter, like helping each other, doing politics, for example. You know we have a lot of youth politics party, caring about the environment, and a lot of good shit. The life isn't about sports, isn't about athletes, isn't about football, or people who run fast. It is being who you want to be, Doing what you think is good for your life, and do something else for a fucking change. I what I love with multiple channels and Netflix that I can get away from sport. Today there was a newscast in Norway. Norway played a big football match. It was a lot of things going on in our country, like the doctors on strike and uh, and a lot of and, and even the train drivers they were on strike too. But that was not important. The 10 first minutes or the music cast or the biggest channel was Norway's match against a country called San Marino. If you don't know what San Marino is, it's a country with 33,000 people. Not a very important nation and what a football team? I don't give a fuck about it. Like I do do not give a fuck about most football team. But that was the ten first minute of the new cast. Really? Leopard children, please. I'm getting fucking furious over this. We should have sport free zone. I should could, could program my TV to not turn itself off when it comes to sport and not the channel. Or give me a, like a warning. Sport is coming on in five minutes. Please turn over the channel with music, or culture, or literature, or somebody else. People really fucking need. Yes. That was thrown between contrast The truth. I'm still angry, and I need a drink. Fuck you all.
3: So that was thrown telling the truth about sports. Uh, I got. Uh, I guess we inspired him last week.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, probably not. He sent me this like three weeks ago. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. From last <laughs> week.
3: Yeah, because we talked. Hey, did you listen to last episode and found out what was our worst sport ever to learn? No. It was fishing. Yay, yeah. Fishing yeah. one.
2: The worst thing to sit and watch.
3: So, have you watched anything on TV this week?
2: Yeah, I watched all of the fishing. No, um...
0: <laughs> I watched 24 hours things. of fishing every day.
2: Yeah, I just got the fishing channel. I have no other TV channels, just the fishing channel, and I watch it religiously. Um... Uh, on the BBC, there was a couple of um, good sort of factual things. There was a horizon about the wildest weather in the universe, where it goes through the planets and some of the planets' moons and what the weather's like and what the temperatures are like and things. And some of them have... Um, like, we have rain that's water. They have rain that's diamonds and rubies. That was cool. I got, okay. got excited with that. Yeah, it's it's still on the BBC thing. It's only just come up. It's... Um, 2016 2017 so it's a new one with the new science and the new findings of things it kind of links back to the last thing there's also a documentary um, about talisa from ndubs who i hadn't known i knew she was in ndubs i knew she was a judge on one of those britain's got the x factor on ice type whatever it was <laughs> programs um but yeah she was entrapped by one of the um big newspapers and he basically got her done for or nearly got her done for supplying cocaine mm. and I hadn't heard any of that She went through a good year of being stalked by the paparazzi and stuff over this and being not being able to work or anything had to sell her everything she'd worked for and yeah it all came out that it wasn't true ah. yeah so I did all my factual things You know, had my nice little informativeness. And then I switched over to the channel called Dave and watched Taskmaster and Red Dwarf. Mm. Red Dwarf's back for season 11, I think.
3: Yeah. And it's uh, kind of a weird season.
2: It is, but I think it's getting back to... Because the season before it, I couldn't... I didn't like it.
3: Oh, season 10 was horrible. Yeah. So Uh, I
2: forgot it even existed. Yeah, if I'm honest, was I watched it through when it was new, yeah. and then just uh, no. But yeah, it's getting back to its old charm.
3: I agree; it's getting better. Um,
2: yeah, and they're playing with you know them being older now, and it's yeah, it, I'm enjoying it a lot.
3: I mean, it's not a bad show. It's just it's just that uh, it's it was so incredibly good. Yeah. So when we, we kind of like, when we see through that kind of eyes, it's kind of, yeah, it's hard to, to to judge it on on its own premise.
2: Yeah. And it's, I think the other way as well, like, I don't know, if I hadn't ever seen it when I was a child, if I didn't grow up watching it, I don't think, I think I would have ended up watching season 10 going, oh God, this is awful and not even bothered with season 11. Right. Some I'm kind of. I think it's going to do better than it or than it's doing
0: at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just ignore the fact that you guys have a TV channel named Dave.
2: Yeah, it's after the <laughs> main character of Red Dwarf as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. It's called yeah, Dave Lister.
2: But yeah. yeah, the whole channel is named after him,
0: and it's. I just want. I want to make my own cable/slash satellite company just to name all the channels like Tim, Bill, Mary. <laughs> No channel numbers, just names Pro. like hurricanes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Dave's Pro Dave's one the... of the best ones. You get a lot of um, BBC comedy, like old oh, BBC yeah. comedy, and yeah. then the new stuff. Dave's now making its own stuff. It was just, I think it used to be called UK TV Gold,
1: yeah, you and
3: it was classic
2: the, comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, laugh daily. Yeah.
3: What I don't it's... know about British TV. <laughs> Yeah, it
0: sounds like V-Land, like- but British, so...
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, I watched uh, the new season of... Uh, I suddenly forgot what it was called. Uh, Black Mirror. Uh,
1: oh, I'm, I'm yes. watching that
2: tonight.
3: Oh. Uh, some of it was really good. Some of it was meh. And one episode was bad.
2: Oh, there's a bad one.
3: Yes. But... There was a bad one in season two.
2: I probably don't remember it. Yeah, I've got a good Black brain like that, but crap yeah. memory, and I Black really Mer- don't remember bad but, things.
3: But Black memory, is, it, it's kind of, it, it depends uh, who made the episode. Yeah. It, it's really like, uh, because because it's so, um, what should I say? It's so, re re, re- Le- Reliable? Do you understand what I mean?
0: Reliable?
3: Re-, re-, re- Yes. What Luke okay. said. Right. On on who directs it and who's on it, it it can vary in quality. I mean, there's episodes. I, I mean, the the pig fucking episode of uh, Black Mirror is is definitely not my favorite episode. It's a good episode, but. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Like one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror is, is uh, uh the fame one. Uh when uh, everybody wants to get famous and gets points for it and things like that. <laughs> I That's I is rather...
2: yeah. still some Black Mirrors I haven't seen.
3: They there. I mean Black Mirror is really really good, but 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 they're yeah. Like I said, there's episodes that I I don't really care for. Uh, But uh, the other thing I I watched uh, this week, and uh, and, uh, this was because I was uh, a little bored and I was also uh, trying to find something I was going to torture Luke with, so I can't really talk about it. But I, I, I watched something because i was going to torture luke with it
0: and And are you still uh, going to this week yeah well well, yeah he's going to but this week i proved as to why i'm not easy to torture tv because i watched geordie shore episode one in the new season Uh, this week i I did (laughs) did
3: too
0: you did too uh this girl that has the plastic surgery addiction which that's not in the show it's just obvious that every season she comes back, she looks like a different yeah. person. <laughs> a little bit disturbing. Um, American Pickers. Uh, it started a week ago, I think, or two weeks ago, but uh, I didn't ago. mention it. Yeah. I just caught up. I got caught up on the three episodes uh, uh, this week, and then uh, I guess the only other thing that I didn't watch is I stopped watching Total Bellas this week. There's a two episode.
3: Why? It's so good. It's,
0: Cause it's garbage. No, it is. <laughs> like, I'll I'll watch Total Divas when it comes back, but this Total Bellas crap is uh, I'm not having it. So. Oh,
2: is boo. Total Divas coming back?
0: Yes. Uh yes. It's going to be. They're going to be like separate shows where like it's it'll probably piggyback. So right after this is over, it'll probably be a week, and then we'll get Total Divas. So. Boo. But they're not divas anymore. Uh yeah, but they're still going to call it th- that for the show, I think. But yeah, yeah. it's still on.
3: Yeah. yeah, we're going to see uh, um, Paige uh, propose to uh,
0: to about- Del Rio? I'm pretty sure she's probably not on that show anymore, but I have no idea. Yeah, so.
3: she, is. she is. They filmed, they filmed that thing. That she, really? She, she, yeah. yeah,
2: she would have been on it for a bit, because they would have been filming already before she got yes, yes, exactly. her first suspension. Right. Yes. I was going to say, yeah.
3: They still filmed
0: it. Oh,
3: uh, but Luke, you have been tortured this week
0: I was, and this was Yay! a terrible show uh, Clippers Dance Squad, ep- season one, episode one uh, This show, there's a lot of introduction in the show of the characters Because it's the first episode of the first season So gotta meet a lot of people I went into this last week, you didn't hear Tilly But I was like, oh, well at least there'll be attractive ladies that I can look at Yeah, they're attractive. um, They're just, but their personalities are incredibly ugly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, These were people I was like, I would never want to be around you ever. You're such a horrible (laughs) human being. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Especially the one I don't. I guess I call her kind of the main character, the blonde girl with the big eyes, uh, who is just seems like she doesn't care about anybody but herself. Uh, It's kind of how they all are, but. She especially seems to be completely self-absorbed. But this is about Clipper's dance squad. So it's not actually about cheerleading, which I think is what we said last week. It's about dance squad. So they make a very big distinction in the show about that. This is not cheerleading. I used to be a cheerleader. This is way harder than cheerleading. And I was like, really? (laughs) Is it? Is it really? (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're pretty much on the same level. But all right. I've seen some cheerleaders do some towers and flipping stuff that I'm pretty sure I've never seen a dance squad do, but that's just me. Uh, but apparently, this is a step up from cheerleading. I I was completely unaware of that until I saw this show. Uh, but it's oh, a reality it a- show, and it's made by E, and it's basically almost identical to Total Divas or Total Ballast.
3: It's so it's so it's so close. It's so, it is, it feels like everything that's made by E, is it, it feels the same.
0: Feels the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, every time they go in between a clip, they do the same it's kind pretty. of transition transition yeah. music with the flyover that they do in Absolutely Total Divas over everything. the city. Yeah, yeah, very much the same. So, so uh, but overall, horrible people, um, horribly done, not interesting, I was not interested by any of the characters. Uh, and yeah, there's no redeeming value to the show at all. I agree. Um, so but I don't... gave it an eight I gave it an eight point
1: five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is up. awful.
3: That's up from the four point five you gave me.
0: All right. Well this I mean, the amount of like production value in lost compared to this is like they're not even in the same league. <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: <laughs> I, I was going to torture Luke with something. Because uh, first and foremost, I saw the new uh, Rocky Horror show this week. Um, I didn't hate it at, as much as everybody online did.
2: The new one is in there's a new film?
3: Yeah, a TV TV film.
2: Uh, it's
3: called. Uh, the, it was on Fox. Yeah. yeah, let's do the time warp again. It's called. But then I I was beginning to to think b- because like Luke hates musicals, like really 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 hates musicals, and and I was beginning to think thinking about I want to do a Halloween episode for you, Luke. So, I want to read uh, something I found online, okay? Okay. <clears throat> if you are at a teenage teen theater uh, nerd, a Rocky Horror Tribute Oh my god, sounds... it's Glee. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how long it took me. Oh, a
1: rocker,
3: Rocky Horror Tribute sounds like fun. In practice, the episode has nice m- moments, but... Ultimately, went went off the rails. This was the first fa- failure of a st- stunt episode on Glee, and it hurts. So you're going to watch The Rocky Horror Glee Show, Season 2, Episode 27. Okay, in, Season 2, Episode 27.
0: Enjoy. There's
3: that many episodes
0: in like, oh, they must be half-hour episodes, huh?
3: I don't
0: know. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I do I've never seen an episode. <laughs> I, I've seen like clips of it on YouTube videos, maybe. But yeah. I mean, if it's got 27 episodes, they're definitely half-hour shows. Uh, otherwise, there'll be a ridiculously long season. Aren't you happy? I. I don't like musicals, and I. Whenever they break into song, I go, "Why do you need to sing this?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This. Whenever I watch a musical that's a movie, I go in and I go, "How long would this movie have been if they didn't sing?" <laughs> <laughs> it would be a fifteen-minute movie, and that makes it a bad movie. That's the way I look at it. But yeah. So,
3: but I, I wanted to do something uh, that had to do with Halloween. So, instead of uh, watching that okay, the uh, Wolf of Fox uh, movie, I want you to see the Glee, the Glee cast version of uh, the Rocky Horror Glee Show.
0: The funny thing is I'm one of the people that, in the world that doesn't like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I um, know. I, like <laughs> I know. So I think the first time I saw it was when I was like <laughs> you said that 13 to 13. And I was like, wow, I hate this movie. Yep. It's terrible.
3: Yep, so, not the, and not only are you going to see see it again, but in a bad version. <laughs> uh, the you movie. know, there
0: is one music I actually do like, uh, the original... Sweeney old... Todd. Uh, no, I don't like Sweeney Todd, actually. I was gonna what? say, um... What is that, uh, the two gangs? They're fighting each other, the 60s musical? That, I don't mind, that that oh. that's pretty good.
2: Um, I know which one you mean.
0: Completely lost.
2: Yeah, because they've got the big Uh, sort of dance scene thing in the—is it like a cafeteria or something? That's sort of a fight scene, but not.
0: Well, whatever. Keep moving. Yeah. (laughs) I'll find. I'll I'll remember in a second. What musical? It's a really West Side Story. West Side Story. Ah. West Jinx. Side Story. See, I kept yeah. wanting to say West World because it's got that in there, and that was confusing <laughs> my brain so much.
3: West Side Story. Yeah, right. that's a good musical. Um, well, I like I
0: the think... movie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
3: I think my favorite musical of all time is actually Moulin Rouge. I like it really. Oh. really.
2: Yeah, I yeah, love Moulin, Moulin yeah. Rouge. But Labyrinth. Yeah.
3: Oh, good one.
2: And Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Yeah, good one.
2: They're, they're my, my I'm classics. I'm like the only
0: person in the world that doesn't like Labyrinth also. but oh. never liked Was it. it
2: ruined for you by a cousin or sibling or someone?
0: Uh, No. Ah. I was shown it by... The first time I saw it was my next door neighbor showed it to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Was he gay? <laughs> uh, no, it was a girl oh it'd have to be
2: (laughs) yeah i just i know a lot of people hate it because like with dick he had his um, cousin who was i think six months younger than him and before he was allowed to watch disney's robin hood he had to sit through the labyrinth so it sort of made him hate it even more because he had to watch it he had to endure it before he got to watch robin hood (laughs)
3: Why? Uh, Why? What, what do the those two movies have to do with each other?
2: Um, one was Dick's favourite, the other was his cousin's.
3: Ah, okay.
2: So it was you've got it. She's a girl and she's younger. Let her go first. Then after her film's done, you can watch yours. Okay. And yeah, it just made his hatred grow for the labyrinth. <laughs> so I have to do that in private. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm watching the labyrinth or geeking out about it, I'm sort of I love
3: keep the it labyrinth. to
2: myself. Me too. It's amazing. I grew up on it. I ruined it for probably my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> they love it again now, but they didn't for a long time.
3: Long time. Yeah. So we are talking about Halloween this week,
2: which is appropriate
0: given the week that it is.
3: What? Right. Yeah.
0: Quite appropriate. How many days do we have? We got five. Five days till Halloween. So, yeah.
3: Five days to Halloween, five days to Halloween.
2: But everybody's that... partying on Friday and Saturday.
3: <laughs> what? How was that song? Do you remember, look?
0: I have no idea what song that is. Which one?
3: Then Five Days to Halloween song.
0: Uh, I didn't know that was a song. So I no. got there's me. The, there's the song um, from...
3: Nightmare uh, Before um, Christmas. It, it, uh, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, from Nightmare Before Christmas. Boys Cr- and girls oh, right.
3: of every age, the, wouldn't you the, like to the, see the, something the strange? Christmas. Come
2: with us and you will see. It's yeah. the town of Halloween. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what you're on about. Never heard that song before in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never heard? it. What are you talking about? <laughs>
3: also, really good musical, by the way.
2: Yeah, that yeah. is another good one,
0: Although animated. So,
3: do not you don't like know. that either, Luke?
0: <sighs> um, I like it, but I wouldn't sit through it. I would probably it would be something I'd have in the background. I
3: I like it, but I wouldn't sit through it. <laughs> That's kind of opposite of each other.
0: But there's a lot uh, of cool no, because, like yeah, I and would, things. I. Uh, I guess one. Mu- I like South Park the movie. That's a musical, right? Does that count? Oh,
1: that's, yes, of course okay. that counts.
0: Lame There's a musical Canada.
3: I like. Lame Canada. So we are talking about Samhain. We are. I yes. think it's or pronounced...
0: Halloween or Samhain. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's pronounced Samhain or Samhain. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled not spelled S- like that at all.
3: No, it's spelled S A M. H A I N. So, Sam Hain. Sam <laughs> It sounds like a little Japanese. Sam Hain!
2: <laughs> or oh, just a guy called Sam Hain. Hello, Sam uh, Hain. Don't call me Sam.
3: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, this is, of course, a Gaelic festival. That is marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter in the darker half of the week.
1: Sounds
0: Uh, a whole lot like when we did Christmas, (laughs) doesn't it? When I was doing the research, I'm like, wow, this is all pretty much. It's a little different, but it's all kind of like the same as Christmas. Very strange.
3: So traditionally, it's celebrated from the very beginning of one Celtic day to its end, or in the modern uh, calendar, from sunset on uh, the 31st uh, of October to sunset on the 1st of November. That places it about halfway uh, in the autumn equinox and the winter solace.
0: Equinox. That's right. What Which, this said. was around 3,000 years ago. So this is kind of the little cousin of uh, Halloween, I guess we would call it.
3: Oh, yeah, because uh, Samhain or Schwain or as Tilly says
0: it. <laughs> Sawain.
3: Sawain, yeah. I mean, you are a Wiccan.
2: Yes, so although not practicing. I don't know. More but... pagan, but yeah.
3: Yes. So is this a big holiday for
2: you? Yeah, it's very sort of symbolic and very kind of because you have all the the harvesty things they've all been and gone. And now it's sort of the celebration of the death of this year and the beginning of the new year. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Um I've got a bit from my mum's book because she wrote a book called uh, Pagan Feasts, which is seasonal foods for all the eight festivals. And it's the main eight of the um, pagan religion.
3: And was all and, different. And uh, your uh, mom is called, and the book is called?
2: My mom's called Sue Phillips. This mm-hmm. was co-written with Anna Franklin as well. And it's called Pagan Feasts, Seasonal Food for the Eight Festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a whole section on Samhain, Halloween, that lot. And um, this sort of explains it a bit. It may seem a strange time to begin the marking of a new year, this time of death and darkness, before the coming of new life, growth and light. For the ancients, however, existence was a wheel, a cycle of birth, growth, death and rebirth. Before birth must come death, not an evil evil horror, but a just and natural part of the cycle. For the Celts, in calculations of time, night preceded day. Thus, Sawain night, and then it says it in a different language and I can't pronounce it. Something like, she. there's lots of H's, uh, Sawain was the night preceding Sawain, not the night after. We still encompass this idea in our word fortnight, it's for the night.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So the dark days of winter precede the light of summer.
3: Yes. Uh, so we, if we go into uh because this was uh this was more or less a holiday celebrated in in britain and really, oh, yeah. didn't, really didn't have any um connections to america before really 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 late uh we have to go into the uh, ninth century where, where we, we talk more about like Western uh, Christianity that shifted the date uh, of All Saints Day, when uh, it was called that, uh, to the, uh, November 1st. While uh, the 2nd of November later became All Souls Day. And over time, uh, Samhain and All Saints and All Souls merge into create uh, modern Halloween as we know it.
0: Yeah, well, Just it started like out, well, It started as All Hallows Eve, and then became right. Halloween out of that. But yeah, yeah. that's right. kind of the combination word. And actually, uh, Tilly's mom's book is available on Amazon for anybody who wants to go look at
2: it. Is so uh, it? all of her other books as well. She has many. One I believe is translated into, I want to say Dutch.
1: Yeah, I think that it's
3: helps. Dutch. Yeah, that <laughs> helps me. I read. Yeah, uh, yeah, I read Dutch like it's mother's milk. Uh,
2: Yay, gross.
3: <laughs> I don't, by the way. Uh, it would but, be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> me drinking mother's milk or reading Dutch.
2: You being able to read through drinking. Oh, yeah. I imagined you like pureeing a book and drinking it. Yes,
1: I know that now.
3: <laughs> so, uh, when we go down uh, some dates uh, in history, in uh, 1486, what happened then, Luke?
0: Uh, I guess the Pope outlawed uh, All Hollows Eve. Um, well, obviously the Catholic Pope. Because of uh, not only because of what he called witchcraft, which uh, comes up much later in time, it the whole witchcraft craze kind of lasts for a couple hundred years after this um, outlawing. But we also uh, they said there were uh, that Halloween or All Hallows Eve at the time got violent as far as um, people in the streets uh, kind of going nuts and uh, stabbing each other. Uh, So, yeah. That happened in 1486. And I guess Guy Fawkes Night is kind of the origin of where we get, like, the whole idea of um, dressing up.
2: And the um, uh, trick or treat as well. There's a bit of that that comes from Guy Fawkes Night. Because if anybody, I don't know if people know, I don't know. Obviously, we get taught it a lot over here. Um, But Guy Fawkes in 1605, was it? On the 5th of November, he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament and failed.
3: That's why you have the poem, Remember, Remember the the 5th of of
2: November." November. And we do, and it's Guy Fawkes night, bonfire night. Um, firework night. You know, it's the night when everything gets set off. Everybody has big fires, and they, I believe, he got burnt at the stake or something like that. Because you go round, the children would make a guy out of flammable material. You know, paper in bags and things, and make it look like a man. And they go round asking for a penny for the guy and they'd get donations from people, Penny for the guy. The kids would be able to go and buy sweets, and the guy would go on the big fire, and everybody would watch him burn and cheer. This still happens. <laughs> we yeah. still. It's rare. The kids are now more doing trick-or-treating, because we've got Walmart's taken over Asda, so everything is, happy Halloween, trick-or-treat, buy these sweets, buy these clothes, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. But...
3: But I, still, I want now to go, and
2: again, penny for the guy.
1: <laughs>
3: right. I want to go a little down because, uh, in history again, because uh, there's one important date that I think is kind of interesting. Martin Luther, that was the big reformer of Christian Christianity, especially in Norway, where uh, the majority of the people are Lutherans. Uh, in 1517, he denies uh, old saints, saints now, uh, day uh, or uh Halloween more or less
0: right so yeah, that's for, uh, for devil worshiper or, or witchcraft yeah. it was kind of the same reason but he made his own uh he made his own day to replace it uh for for that religion
3: and it's kind of uh, yeah uh, and we're going to talk a little bit b- because I know a lot of Jehovah's witnesses that doesn't really
0: hate yeah, it. Yeah, they don't sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: and and in Norway we have also uh, kind of uh, um anti Halloween parties, and it's kind of strange. Okay, I'm going to try to explain it as as not stupid sounding as it is. So, the Norwegian word for friend. Is vän, okay? Okay. Friend is vän. So hello, friend, sounds hallo vän. Okay? Do you sound? Do you do you hear that? Sounds a little familiar. Yeah. To Halloween, and hallo vän. Definitely. Oh right. Yeah. So some Christians uh, societies and some atheist societies around in Norway have made their own hello friend parties on Halloween uh, as against Halloween party. So, in the big ice hole where I, I live here, there's the biggest hello hello friend party in 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 uh, this this um, area and, and it's going to be maybe like f- f- uh, 3 4000 kids
0: wow like hmm.
3: going to a hello friend party or and they're all
0: they're mostly all uh protestants you said
3: They are all dressed up as they do on Halloween. They all have uh, their like candy thing, so they get it's organized. (laughs) And this is kind, this is so fucking strange for for, for me. This is kind of strange, but so this is uh, um, both us against going on from door to door. And it's also against Halloween. And it's also kind of, let's have fun meeting your friends. That's why it's like, hallo, then.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
2: So the kids don't go around asking for the sweets. They just right. have them. Right. Is it like Easter with the Easter eggs? Yes. Where you can you can hide them and yeah. make the kids find them, but you might as, yeah. as have to give them them.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Right. That so sounds kind of nice, like, let's well, let's take the religion out of it. Well. <laughs> yeah, but it's not stopping the children getting their sweeties and having a party yeah. with their friends.
3: That's but the, yeah, they don't the feel most left important. Out.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly.
3: But but Cause... they are still in the supp- Here's the problem. I have this. They are still supporting the Halloween industry.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true. By
3: buying customs on stores here they are still buying the stupid candy but then uh, isn't that
2: going into right, the but economy I, don't think,
0: I was going to say I don't think it's a protest of uh, corporations that the, it's a protest of the holiday itself right So the, the
2: religious little, aspect of it
0: yeah. also done
3: by some Christian societies that's why I don't understand it I'm I I I'm more on a Jehovah's Witness line when it comes to this. I don't fucking understand it. So, but
0: I think uh, while we're on this little side, uh, how the how Halloween kind of morphed into other things. If you look at yeah. uh, Mexico, they have uh, the Day of the Dead, yeah, which is on October thirty first, and it's it's it also associated with All Saints Day. It's just kind of uh, was uh, formed differently because it uh, came. Uh, came from a different culture so it's kind of the same um it just m- instead of it being uh british uh people coming uh or whatever over to america it's the spanish going to uh, mexico and uh, you know central yeah. america
2: and their um religions and things whilst a lot of people had the same kind of religion it would have differed a bit, and then as you move countries and countries and generations away, they differ a lot.
0: Right. Well, I mean, uh, the thing is, it's all it's all kind of based uh, based around Catholicism, and that's where it all really kind of stems right. from. It yeah. just morphed into something different over time. So that's kind of interesting. Because in
3: 1692, the Salem witch trial begins, and a uh, really good idea, by the way putting women on fire. Yeah. Um, some of the
0: ways strange, to find you if you're the, a witch. <laughs> yeah. I find it strange that the, uh, I didn't ever know Guy Fox was burned at the stake, but I find that oh, yeah. funny because then only a, less than 100 years later the Salem Witch Trials happened, yeah. uh, which are some of the... It, it kind of... It was terrible, but at the same time it made Halloween what it is kind of today because it pushed it in America where it made yeah. uh, Halloween a thing that was more uh, acceptable in America at the time. Because there were still a lot of, like, you know, religious nuts. Because that's what America is based off of, is a bunch of people who wanted to get away so they could do their own religious thing. So. Right,
3: and in the 1800s, we had the uh, great American-Irish uh, immigration. So it's also, of course, when when people are escaping from, from my Ireland... To, right to, and I, uh,
0: the Celts, say, which yeah. is where a lot of that's based off of. That that whole influence was already in the Irish community. So when right. they came to America, they added that to the whole, um, what was already there of All Saints Day and uh, the Salem Witch Trials and um, the Guy Fox influence, and then the Irish came in and they added their Celtic influence to it, and it kind of all culminated in the nineteen and and kind of the nineteen thirties where. Uh, Halloween was starting to get much more violent and dangerous again, kind of how it did in the 1400s. And, uh, yeah. a place called Anoka, Minnesota, they decided that they were going to have like, um, parade like this. Basically, the government got involved and it said, We're gonna make Halloween something different by, uh, policing it and, and doing things in a certain way that, uh, you have to follow the rules of ho- that we set for Halloween. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. kind of where the corporate influence and everything else came from of Halloween. Um, the whole concept, uh, at least the way Halloween's done in America, I should say. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's getting like that here. Yeah, how
3: big is Halloween in Britain?
2: It's... Well, it depends how old you are and what you do. Because, you know, okay. it, there'll be, if you're a stay-at-home kind of person and you're not going out over that weekend, it probably won't affect you. You probably won't even get a trick-or-treater.
1: Really?
2: If, yeah. Oh. I, I've lived here for oh. six. Oh, yes. This is either my sixth or seventh Halloween. I think probably my seventh. Oh. Um, and, yeah, I've never had a trick-or-treater at my door. I've bought sweets every year and, like, little candies and, you know, baked things put my uh, Halloween decorations up, but nope. No trick or treaters.
3: I get trick or treaters every freaking year.
2: Oh, you'd have to come here for Halloween.
3: Uh, I hate it. But, uh, uh, yes.
0: Uh... Have you ever thought about how weird Halloween really is? Do I we mean, think about it. Like, if oh, you were yeah. an alien yes, and you oh, yeah. came in and you were like, came down on Halloween, you'd be kind of like, why is everybody dressed up weird and people at the <laughs> handing candy to little kids at the door? Yeah,
2: why are, why are weird? people letting their children walk around at night to people's doors, door to door, you don't know everybody that they're going to see. That was always my mum's thing. I had to be quite old before I was allowed to trick or treat. Mum was like, "No, we can <laughs> celebrate Halloween and have a party. That's fine. You can have your friends over and everything, but you're not going out there to strangers' doors." dressed up in strange outfits, so you're unrecognizable anyway yeah there's all people with fake cuts anybody could be out there yeah i definitely Um, had to
0: be older till i could trick or treat by myself uh ah, but yeah and then then there's that then there's the cut off of like you get too old and people won't give you candy anymore so there's kind of there's a balance there uh for parenting at least i remember when i was a kid i remember i was a kid (laughs) <laughs> because I don't get candy Here's, here's <laughs> trick-or-treating pro tip. Uh, One year, we took backpacks and we just uh, we had extra masks. So when we found, <laughs> went around to all the houses and we we marked down which houses had the best, like, biggest... If it was a place that had a whole snicker bar, then we'd go back there in a different costume and get oh, more genius. candy.
2: genius. That's absolutely brilliant. Pro tip. Pro oh. tip for no teeth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Halloween. Yay. Soon. Yay. Yay. Let's move on. Have you seen the movie this week? it mm, No. What a surprise. I think me and Luke have seen the same uh, movie this week. Have you seen a movie this week Luke?
0: I doubt it uh, Yeah I did I saw on Netflix there's a movie called Man vs. Snake okay. <laughs> uh, And it's basically King of Kong It's a documentary about a guy who tries to beat a video game score On a video game called Nibbler Which uh, I played in the past but I never knew what it was called So uh, I'm it,
3: super I... surprised that you haven't seen the movie that I have seen this week
0: Man versus snake. Man versus snake. A nibbler is—it's a game where you have to kind of uh, maneuver the snake through a maze, and you can't. It's a solid maze, and it, you have to go in a circle basically. And your snake gets longer and longer as you go through the level. Oh, but it's just you, called snake. If you bite, here. if you—if the snake bites itself, then you—you yeah, you die. You die. Yeah, or if it yeah. bashes it's into the walls.
1: Yeah, yeah it's
0: just... I, and it's it's all about this guy who, he was the first person ever to get a billion points on a video game uh, when he was a little kid, and it's him trying to regain the high score on Nibbler when he's much older. So it's kind of an interesting documentary.
3: Are you sure you haven't seen that other movie?
0: I don't think so, unless you say it, and then I go, oh, I totally spaced it out because I was living in an alternate universe.
3: Because I know that you and me have seen the same movie this week. Okay. Because I told you I was going to see this in the movies. And you told me, oh, I already watched this.
0: Okay. Why don't you tell me what it is, Fro? Enlighten yeah, me. Yeah,
3: I, I went to the movies and saw the Norwegian movies The King's Now this week. Uh, uh,
0: that wasn't look, me. Is... You must be thinking of some else. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: No, I, I watched The King's Snow. Uh, Kongensnai in Norwegian. Uh, it's the best movie I've seen this year. Then really? I, yeah, really good. Made me be proud of being Norwegian. Really, really good movie.
2: And what, it's like, genre is it?
3: A war movie. Uh. Uh, about the ninth of uh, April. 9th uh, April, uh, I have to say it in Norwegian, or I forget. Uh, the 9th of April, when we were invaded by the Germans. And oh,
2: okay. Sounds cheery?
3: Yes. Uh, and this was the Second World War, and the king said no to the, pro- uh, the uh, deal that the Germans uh, came with. And that was a big thing, because he was kind of uh, a role model in Norway. So yeah. he, he kind of, uh, yeah, he, he made Norway uh, from uh, not, we were neutral up to that point. Yeah. But then we were against the Germans.
2: Yeah, he, he stood his ground. He said, yes. Yes. no, well,
3: not no having that. that. Nope. Get out! Not happening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really good movie. Then I came home, and I saw that Founding Dory was out. <sighs> so I downloaded Finding Dory, and I and? haven't watched it. Yet. <sighs> <laughs> I have it. I have. Uh, I was going to watch it before. Uh, We were recording, but someone had some internet problems.
2: Silly internet.
3: Silly internet, indeed.
2: likes to mess things up.
3: You need to see that for next week. Luke, you need to see that for next week. And Fro, you need to see that for next week.
0: I might even write Uh, it down. Maybe, we'll see what happens, I guess. You need to see that, Luke. (laughs) Come
3: on. See it with us! Everybody, see the same movie.
2: Just keep Come seeing, on. just keep seeing, just keep seeing, seeing, seeing.
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, so, we are going to hear the trailer audio for BOO! Medea Halloween. Lionsgate. Ooh. <gasps> oh no, it's a scary movie.
0: This looks terrifying. Oh, little kids are scary!
3: <gasps> Clown oh.
0: evil clowns let
1: hey, damn isn't that Luke Perry?
3: Oh, Perry. Ah, Tyler Perry. What's up on this damn Perry! that look Ah, trailer We're having a Halloween party tonight. So why don't you come on by Tiffany, What's going on? <laughs> Chill <Chil-o-pops.
1: laughs> go out, pops. Cool. Chill out, pops. I was fairy. <laughs> okay, you know, no, 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 I I again. Not
4: me. Oh right? my I'm god. On god. On
3: have any of you seen any of the media movies? Never uh, even heard of them. For five years ago, I've, so, seen, I've seen,
1: seen
3: some. Yeah,
0: I've genuinely
2: never, never heard of it.
3: Really? Yeah.
0: Tyler Perry has. Uh, it's kind of his one of his biggest, most uh, known characters, I guess. Yeah, he plays it himself, and he always plays uh, himself also. Yeah. It's strange. Whoa. It's all
2: it's just,
1: just
0: a bit too.
1: <laughs> yes, a little. Clumps. Scary?
0: It is very much the clumps. Uh, why did that. Wait, is this a scary oh, movie? Why movie. is there a ring parody in this? Oh. It is. Oh! Super freak.
2: Super freak movie
3: saw in a movie. When she answered the phone, she got dead.
0: She got dead. dead. Oh my gosh, this is scary <laughs> <laughs> oh These are not even relevant Halloween movie references. They're like from ten years ago. <laughs> I used to get
1: dollar bills. For this
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so uh. bad looking, it's hilarious. Yeah. What
4: the hell wrong with it? Me look up
3: on the hood. I'm never going to watch this Are
0: we going to get a werewolf here what's going to happen? I'm so... Was it written by a 15 year old? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs>
0: Tyler Perry. is
4: something. Oh. Tyler boo, a Halloween. His
0: writing style is just that of like a middle schooler, so...
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, look, what is this really good movie all about?
0: Like we said, this is a Tyler Perry movie. Boo, Medea's Halloween. Medea winds up in the middle of mayhem when she spends a hilarious haunted Halloween feuding off killers, paranormal polter- poltergeists, ghosts... Wait. Wait a second. Paranormal poltergeists and ghosts?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ghouls and zombies while keeping a watchful eye on a group of misbehaving teens. That's her thing. She, She's like the very churchy... Uh, elderly black lady that's the gimmick
3: so this
0: got, it got a 27 wow. <laughs> percent.
3: yeah wow and uh, 26 it says here actually uh on imdb it got 4.9 out of 10 <laughs> uh, audience score of 69 uh I I'm going to read my fir- uh, uh, review first because I stole this from rogerebert.com. He's he's kind of dead but uh boo <laughs> um Dia halloween by audie henderson and this is a really 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 wrong long review so I'm not going to read all of it but listen to this. At 103 minutes, this film has uh, way too much dead weight. Scenes are repeated over and over and some of the acting would not cut it in a school play. (laughs) (laughs) I found that so funny that I had to say it. Oh yes. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) Tilly, where did you find your review?
2: I found mine on Rotten Tomatoes and I've got two but they're both very very short. Okay. The first one is by Lucio A. that gave it half a star and just said one of the worst movies ever, horrible acting, do not waste your time. Then right underneath it Bond Scanner, the scammer, has said giving it one star and he said gives black exploitation flicks a very bad name, full stop question mark question mark. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny.
1: Uh,
3: Luke let me guess You went to the Facebook page
0: I did And there was actually a lot of positive reviews There were a few negative ones uh, I just found one that it was an, It's a negative one but it's a little weird It's from Kathy Meadows Torres Who says So disappointed in Tyler Perry There was so much cursing and vulgarity in this movie We had to get up and leave Usually Medea has a few curse words But brings a good Christian message This movie was pure, smutty trash. I was embarrassed to be sitting in a theater full of people, let alone knowing my Jesus knew I was watching this nastiness. Now I need to go pray for all of us, and especially you, Tyler Perry. Last part Uh was all capitals, and it's got five exclamation points.
3: Oh, I forgot to say that I uh, watched another documentary this week. I watched uh, Michael Moore in Trumpland.
0: Ooh.
3: Yeah. I forgot that I watched it. I saw really that that came
0: out. I haven't seen it yet.
3: Yeah, I really liked it. Did
2: you see hypernormalization on the BBC? No. That's got a lot of Trump things in it as well.
3: Okay. Never heard
2: of it. It's on the main BBC thing. The p- main picture they've used is like an 80s woman doing workouts. I think it might be Jane Fonda, but I don't know. I don't know what she looks like.
3: But that but, kind
1: of, yeah. Good.
3: We're talking about Halloween, we will talk about Hell in Cell. That's kind of a Halloween tradition.
0: What the heck? Uh, they added two matches since yes. like, this morning. Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. get mm-hmm. okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wing those 'cause I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wing those because I didn't actually predict them. But let's start with the pre-show that I didn't know was happening: Cedric Alexander, Lindsay Dorado, Sin Cara versus Tony Nice, Drew Gulak, and uh Davari I don't have enough room young. to put them on the things <laughs> uh the heels the uh, I would just face. do their first initials okay so a, who did we do you have go with the face fro yes so fro is going wait who's the face uh uh definitely lindsay so fro is going cedric alexander lindsay dorado and sincaro and um I'll go with the heels, I guess. I'll go to Nice, Gulak, and Davari. Because I, I kind of just like Tony Nice. That's the only reason yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I like him as well. And I've been watching Drew Gulak wrestle since, like, CZW, which a lot of people don't even remember. That guys he used to be a little tiny weenie, and now he's actually built up. It's pretty cool to see him af- after all these years. So
1: After all these stuff.
2: I'll say Cedric and co, because... All right. I just like the way it sounds. Cedric
0: <laughs> and Co. All right. Yeah, Cedric and I Co. I love that. I love that kids' TV show. Um, <laughs> Bailey versus Dana Brooke in a singles match.
3: Uh, Taylor? Uh, Bailey. Look.
0: Uh, um. What did I think was going to happen here? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Bailey.
3: Okay, I'm going against you, heels.
0: heal,
3: right. heel, heal.
0: Enzo and Cass versus the team that's not called the club, team formerly known as the club.
3: Uh I'm going with the the team formerly known as the club.
0: Yeah, I was going to go with formerly known as the club as well.
2: I will go with Enzo and Cass then. Don't right. necessarily think it's gonna happen. I'm just putting him down as the club because
0: not in the cast. All right. Next, we had New Day uh, versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the tag team championships.
3: <laughs> I, I have a funny feeling that Cesaro and 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 Sheamus is going to win this for some fucking strange reason. I Me have that too. feeling too.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I also know that New Day is pretty close to getting the record of the uh, I know. Uh, So I'm gonna go New Day. Yeah, me too. Uh,
2: okay, I'll stick with the original and be wrong. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think I mean the thing is they have a good if they do win They are
3: so close to the record right. though.
0: Right. It's true. They are really close to the record. But that they could be a reason so for them to feud close. and no. I don't know.
3: No, Luke, they want to take the world record away. Come on.
0: All right. All right, TJ Perkins versus Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight title. Oh, I'm so tired of this match already. <laughs> Seems to have happened uh, a few times. am yeah. just right. imagining it. I'm going to say Brian Kendrick.
3: Yeah, me too. It's boring.
0: Because yeah. who does TJ Perkins feud with? If... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who?
0: Who? Right. But Brian Kendrick can feud with any of the guys who are faces uh, of... Yeah, Which
3: is so good! Which is why
2: I'll say TJ Perkins, because WWE is stupid.
3: But but Perkins is so boring! (laughs) Uh,
0: Next, we're going to get Sasha Banks versus Charlotte for the Women's Championship.
3: Yeah, in Helen Salmach.
0: This
3: is so strange.
0: I Uh, said Charlotte. I yeah. think I originally said Sasha, but I switched it over. So, I'm gonna go with Charlotte.
3: Yeah, I'm going with Charlotte as well.
0: Oh, that works out well, because I was gonna
2: go with Sasha. Anyway.
3: Alright.
2: Uh, I, Kevin... I can't
0: call it for Charlotte. I ate her too much.
3: I know. I don't especially like her. But... I,
0: just, I think it's a little too soon to be putting it back on her. Yeah. But the thing that happens here is Sasha can't She's not. It's not going to be Sasha versus Dana Brooke in a feud, uh, but we could get Charlotte versus Bayley in a feud. So that's kind of why I had Bayley win as well. Uh, so yeah. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship match?
3: And everybody wants to go because this is such a boring match. <laughs> Right. Kevin what Kevin Owens? Do you think, bro?
0: Yeah, KO. And I went Seth Rollins. What? And you I think they're going to do Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns again and Kevin Owens can Uh-oh. feud with Jericho. So
3: Oh, too early. All
0: right. And our final match, uh even though it shouldn't probably be, but it will be the last match on the sh- card because that's how WWE does things. Uh Roman Reigns versus Rusev. For the U- US Championship.
3: I hope Rusev will win it back. I really do.
0: I put Reigns.
3: Yeah, I'll put I know. Rusev. I'm going Reigns as well.
2: Uh, change it just because I said it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know Luke already knows because they listen to Luke on this and then do it.
0: Uh, uh Well, I mean, he he's the... Big tough American going against the uh, dirty Russian. So,
3: so we should have a tiebreaker.
0: It's not a bad idea. Uh, well, I can't think of anything. We can always do the numbers again if we have to.
3: No, yeah. that's unfair. But uh, it's
0: totally random. There's no way for anything to be more. It's fair.
3: unfair.
0: No, we could do rock
2: from. we could do verbal rock, paper, scissors.
0: <laughs> that's an idea.
3: No. But uh try to find a tiebreaker in in the in
0: uh I don't think we should be talking about this on the show. Move on. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: Move moving on. right along na, 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 da, 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 da.
3: Mavit! 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 Hey uh tell her! This yes. week, I watched a little unknown show called Westworld.
2: <gasps> How ironic. Me too. What huh. a coincidence. What Luke, you didn't weird. watch it as well, did you?
0: I watched it twice, believe it or not. <gasps> what? Yeah, I do.
3: I do. so weird. <laughs> I was
0: trying to watch the last <laughs> maybe bit we again. <laughs> no. enough, so Maybe we should cover it. I actually took notes, surprisingly. Maybe we should cover the show.
2: No, is it? The karma's it? working that way. We've got to do it. Wow! No, this, was the,
0: this was the best episode of Westworld yet, so I was like, might as well take notes. <laughs> and this really <laughs> was the best. About In it. all seriousness, this really was the best episode yet, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Although, I got lost a few times.
3: Oh, oh I did as well. And oh, good. I, I love being lost.
2: Oh, okay. I do, but I, I half the time I... Lost. See, this is it. Luke could always follow it. He always knows what they're What's happening? I think maybe I just I need to meet people more than they show you before they expect uh, you to remember them.
3: Yeah, Does that um, makes sense. That, that and Luke is a secret member of Mensa. So, uh,
0: well, and I went to film school. I, I, I took multiple. I took screenwriting classes and things like that. So I know story structure uh, enough that I can. I know I, I can go off just story structure and kind of I have an idea of where things are hey.
3: going. Yeah. Just, just a little sign out before we go into this have you seen the original uh, or, uh, Ouija board uh, movie uh, Oya or how you spell it Ua it's Ouija Ouija,
0: that's how you spell Ouija
3: yeah Ouija, have you seen the oh. original <laughs> I was so
0: confused right there <laughs> no I've never seen a Ouija board movie
3: It's really bad. But do you know that the new one has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 80%? Really? How how is that possible?
0: I bet it's scary. I really haven't seen that. Yeah, Uh, maybe it has good actors or something. I have no idea. I didn't even know that was coming out, so...
3: Mm. It's called Ouija: The Origin of Evil. The first uh, Ouija movies were so bad, so weird. Okay, sorry.
0: Let's... That's when I uh, that's when I approve of remakes is when they were so bad. Never don't remake things that were good.
3: Yeah, only remake
0: that's... things were bad. That's things that need like... remaking. Exactly. But it's
3: not a remake. It's a uh, prequel. No, a um, sequel. Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Well, maybe I don't agree then. Um, Nonetheless, Westworld Episode 4. This episode is called Dissidence Theory. Uh, We're down in the ratings a little bit again. Slumped a little this week. Uh, Not really sure why. Uh, When did the Cubs win this week? Was that on Sunday? If it was, that might have had something to do with it.
1: (laughs) You're really asking me until later.
0: I was thinking out loud more than anything. I wasn't actually asked. That was a... Uh... That was uh, not a question uh, to be answered. Where were we? Oh, recap again. So I guess we're going to have this previously on from now on. Uh, We didn't get that the first two episodes, but we go to our opening and then we go into what I'm going to call Bernard's secret room because that's the only thing I can assume and that this is a secret room that nobody else knows about or at least uh, that he's using it. Uh, And he's talking to Dolores again, having their secret talks. And Dolores he's, is talking about um, how she remembers her family being killed, and Bernard says uh, that he could take the pain away that she's feeling from this, and she says that the, that the pain is all she has to left left to remember them by, which is what uh, it's what Bernard said to his wife in the last episode. If you remember that, oh that yeah, pain pain was the only thing he had left. Uh, to remember his son. Remember his son, yeah. So Dolores, uh, she believes uh, she basically says she she can sense there's something wrong with Westworld, and that she thinks she may be going crazy. And this is where Bernard tells Dolores about the maze and that he wants her to her, her to, I guess, find the maze. He doesn't really say that, but he wants her to play the game of the maze. And. This is where we find uh, the the point of the ma- maze is, is to get to the center. I guess that's pretty obvious because that's how all circular <laughs> mazes work. But really, <laughs> yeah. But we find that out here that that's the point of that's how you win the the, the maze game in this uh, Westworld. And then he says if she gets there to the center, that she could possibly be free. So I'm not really sure what that means yet, but. Um,
2: yeah, I bet it's a fire escape from Westworld.
0: Like an emergency exit. It's a fire escape. Right, it's like a, well, yeah, exactly. It's a fire ex- exit, uh, just in yeah. case.
1: You uh, go on any know, actually, ride at find Disney it, or whatever. It's, so,
0: it's incredibly, incredibly hard to find. They made the fire exit <laughs> the hardest thing to find in all of Westworld.
2: <laughs> yeah, but in case of an emergency, all the walls will drop down, and you can just find the hole. There'll be a big sign, big exit hologram coming up from the middle.
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this way to the exit.
0: Right, you get yeah. to the exit is all th- the most difficult thing to find. You have to go through a maze, and then at the <laughs> on the door it says, "Please do not stand in front of this door in case of emergency." <laughs> yeah. Everybody's burned before
1: they go into the. <laughs>
0: oh. So Dolores says, "I think I want to be free." And kind of a very creepy. I like this. Look. This scene was very good. Uh, all This whole episode's really good, though. So we're going to cut yeah. to black. She, she goes, I
1: want to break free.
0: <laughs> yeah, she breaks in. It turns into a musical here. Um, <laughs> that's why Luke loves it so much. Yep. So we go to Westworld, and Dolores wakes up in Westworld. It's, uh, except this time, she she's waking up uh, with William and Logan at their camp, because uh, that's where we ended the last episode. Uh, but it's the next morning here. And William gives her something to drink. He's very nice. He's being very uh, gentlemanly. I don't. And we like go to. Him. What? I don't like him. You hate? You don't like people being nice to people?
3: No, I don't like
0: him. Oh, okay. Uh, so we go to the, ba- the bar, and there's the pl- player piano is playing itself, and I. What did anybody? Did you guys get what the song was? Because I know yeah. I've heard the song, but I couldn't like. Place the title
4: uh, um, but it's definitely
0: no. yeah it's a song that i've heard like it's probably something from the 90s that i don't quite remember because that's what yeah. all the other player piano music was yeah, uh, they
3: but... had music from Groundhog day i think that was kind of funny uh right had... but,
0: uh, that wasn't the well yeah that was the player piano right yeah but they that also was did the, uh, piano. smells like teen spirit at one point and, and yeah like that. and paint black
1: yeah that but was it, also they cause... keep showing
0: this player piano because this is kind of an allegory of the hosts because they're yes. kind of they're doing they're they're robots but they're completely independent that's kind of what player piano metaphor is happening yes and we got we have mave and clementine penny feather and they're talking and mave starts to have one of her flashbacks uh or flashes i guess we'll call them uh and she starts to kind of freak out It's kind of like she's uh, having an anxiety attack. That's what it always seems like. It's like, maybe it's because I've had a lot of anxiety attacks, but I'm always like, oh, she's having an anxiety attack.
2: Yeah, just it's general panic, isn't it?
0: Right. But it seems like the, you know, the sound kind of gets uh, distant and muffled and uh, warped in kind of the same way. And one of the guests uh, in the bar starts shooting up the bar, And we get this really weird cut of uh, Maeve looking at Clementine and blood starts to dump into Clementine's eye. And then um, it was just they tilted the camera. And then all of a sudden now Maeve is on the ground, like lying down and she's been shot. And... uh, Oh, right. This is the part where we get the cleaning crew, right? So we get the flash of the cleaning crew of Oh, Maeve. yeah. And Maeve is seeing all of this happen. And we go back to the bar, and we find out this was kind of all a flashback. Uh, and Maeve leaves the bar and goes home. Uh, which, I, it seemed like a flashback, but at the same time, I think it, it was happening, and then she's flashing into the same, because it's a loop. So she's flashing back into the same thing right yeah but she recognized that old scene from just because she recognized the guy so we're what i'm assuming is that maeve's house because we've seen maeve stay at the bar in like the bordello but um, i guess this is her house and but
3: is it in the middle of the street uh
0: yeah it's her house in the middle of the street
3: yeah
0: okay not our house but but uh <laughs> She's like, uh, she's in the mirror. She's looking for the gunshot wound where she got shot in like her, uh, flashback. But it kind of in the same area, she finds a blood like droplet on her underwear, which she's got the old timey old west underwear on. So that, yeah, uh, there's a lot of space to drop blood on and she draws, uh, she kind of has another flashback of one of the cleaners who we've seen in like I think we saw him at first time in the second episode where they cleaned yes. up Walter. Yes. And uh she draws it on a piece of paper and I kind of was like, This is I wrote down this is uh, looks like an alien. It kinda it looks like um what somebody who had been a ab- say says they have been ad- abducted by aliens would draw on a piece of paper to like, you know what I mean? To yeah. show to people. Um and she goes to hide this picture in the floorboards because she has a hide- hiding space in her floorboards, and she finds all of these copies of the same picture written on uh, all these different pieces of paper. So, it, kind of saying she's got she's done this multiple times already.
2: And she's part of her is remembering for but death. We know
0: this, but she has no idea. Yeah. So she's well, yeah, because you it
2: don't it. know what you remember, do you? Because the right. things that you don't remember, you don't know.
0: Right the, re- <laughs> the thing is No, if you didn't catch it the first time <sighs> The thing I don't understand about this is it seems like in uh, the uh, operators, they know everything that's going on, and they have video of everything, so wouldn't they be able to see her putting these in the floorboards? and wouldn't they know she's drawing this? but uh, whatever. Maybe we'll get an explanation to that. So uh, back at the lab, Elsie's talking with Teresa about the stray from last episode, and Elsie doesn't know what, what the problem is uh, with why he's bashed his own head in. Uh, and Teresa kind of thinks that her and Bernard are covering something up, and right here Bernard comes in. And Teresa is kind of confused, like, can we get any information out of this thing after it smashes its head in? Is, is there still enough brain intact for us to get information out of? Which I thought that was interesting because it kind of made me go, Is this why he bashed his head in? It's because he didn't want them to track or be able to download the information that he had. You know what I mean?
2: And would that necessarily be where they'd put all of his memory? Surely it'd be right internal.
0: What do you mean? Well, just because he's. I was going to say your brain is inside your head. <laughs> yeah, <but> we're humans. <laughs> Well yeah, they're, but these are, they're not robots. They're biological robots. So, so they the way they function, they don't have any like mechanicals, mechanics in them. It's all artificial uh, tissue and stuff like right, that. Okay. That's great. Yeah. We've these people have figured out a way to like program a human brain. Is what it comes what did down to. You think they were made of t- Wow. Well.
2: <laughs> well, no, cuz obviously you see the weird polymers and stuff. But it doesn't mean that the design would have to be exactly the same as a human's. Like, it wouldn't necessarily need everything exactly the same. You can shift the brain to a better place that's less damageable. Anyway, now I know. Carry on.
0: Anyways, (laughs) so Bernard comes in and uh, he says they might be able to get some information out of here if uh, there's enough brain tissue intact. And Teresa says uh, that her team is now taking this over, and it seems like it, she doesn't trust Elsie. Is what it seems like to me. But it seems like Teresa doesn't trust anybody. So, and Bernard agrees to this, and it seems like it's kind of twofold because number one, they're sleeping together in secret, and number two, he doesn't want uh he doesn't want any uh, heat on him because of the whole Dolores situation right now. He doesn't need them looking into what he's doing anymore uh, yeah. than it already has. So Bernard leaves with Elsie, and uh, she's mad because he kind of caved in, and, just, uh, and she wants to keep studying this. Uh, and then we find out that the constellation symbol that she had that were on the carvings from last episode, it, it looks like Orion, but it has four stars in the spell instead of three. So it seems like it must be something different. Um, something else. Yeah. But maybe based off of Orion, but it, it kind of a maybe, the, uh, who knows? It could be a map. It could be. We have no idea. So back at Westworld, uh, William is giving Dolores his coat because he's a gentleman again. And he wants to take Dolores back to town because he thinks it's too dangerous to go on this bounty hunt. And Logan just says, why don't we just shoot her and keep going? Because that's what Logan does and i i guess we knew this before but i've never really pointed it out in the in the review but logan is uh william is logan's brother-in-law uh which it's been mentioned but uh we get a little bit of a about it here obviously that's why like i think i mentioned in the past i was like how are these two friends like when we first met them but it it turns out that yeah he's his brother-in-law that's why they're together uh not so much that they're friends that makes a lot more sense uh, to me as far as characters go. So we go to the man in black who we haven't seen since... uh, We didn't see at all last episode, so... Uh, And he's killing snakes uh, in this... Looking for a female snake because of uh, the thing the little girl told her about. Find the place where the snake lays its eggs. So he's looking for a female snake. And... uh, He's got Lawrence with him, and he says, Lawrence is kind of like, what, what are you looking for? And the man in black says, I've read every page of the story but the last one. And Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence, when he turns around, Lawrence says, that's why I never learned to read.
1: <laughs> 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 I love that.
0: Yeah. So the man in black, turns when he turns around, he sees Armistice, which we haven't seen since episode one, in the river. And she has this massive sn- Say that again.
3: And who is this?
0: This is the Norwegian actress, or yeah. Armistons? Yeah. yeah. And she has a... Which, it seemed like she had a lot less of an accent in that first episode when we saw her. Yes. Because she talked a little bit, but this time she's got a heavy accent. Yeah. So yeah. we'll Hear get it. into that. It seems like maybe the first episode, they, maybe it was like the pilot, and they were like, maybe we'll try to like not do so much of an accent... And then once they were like, "We're gonna have her in a lot of this," they were like, "All right, just go with it," Uh, because she had like no accent in the first episode. If you noticed that, but she might have just
2: been she might have been really nervous and just over practiced and over practiced and over practiced. Uh,
0: Yeah, and that, and maybe because she was, maybe she probably thought, "Oh, I'm supposed to be in the old west," (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm supposed (laughs) to sound American, but yeah. Uh, Where was I? Right, she has a giant snake tattoo. Got that out. Uh, the man in black, uh, is, he's looking at her, and she's she's naked in the river bathing, so he's totally distracted, and so is Lawrence, and this gang of men walk up behind them, and they have their guns on them. And she walks up, and uh, she tells them, uh, well, the man in black asks her where where they're going. She says they're going to retrieve something of great value. And the man in black wants to join them. But she says they have enough men. And so the man in black shoots two guys. And he says, <laughs> now it looks like you have some spots left open. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that.
0: And uh, I looked at this one guy and I'm like, this guy does not look like he's like he's not. He doesn't look like a host. The guy who was the baby face in the middle is like that guy kind of looks like a guest, which we find out later he is. But um, but we go to the map room. And head of security, Ashley, is being notified of Dolores being way out of her loop. uh, Because of what we got last episode when she killed uh, Tenderloin. And so Dolores meets up with, uh, oh, we're we're in Mexico now. Kind of where, it's where the man in black killed uh, Lawrence's uh, wife and found the little girl. So Dolores is now there. And we kind of actually don't know why. It was kind of strange. We're like, okay, she's just here now. But she meets La- Lawrence's daughter, the girl that told the man in black about the map. And Dolores has these flashes, and she sees the map uh, in of, of the maze in the dirt. So I'm assuming now that she's seen it, she kind of has it in her memory banks, I would assume, right? Well, the little girl? Uh, the map. Because she saw the map in the dirt, you know what I mean? But she doesn't it have, was- like, a copy of it.
2: The girl, you
0: know, yeah, but the girl was drawing it. R- well, yeah, but stick. it wasn't real. Because when she uh, flashes out of it, the map's not there. Uh, the, sti- the stick was... She wasn't actually drawing the map. That was just a flash from Dolores. Okay. Because the little girl, the little girl said, uh, remember. And that's when Dolores flashes to see that.
2: Uh, I really need to get my iPad fixed.
0: <laughs> so this sheriff shows up uh, behind her. There's a lot of sheriffs in Westworld. I'm just going to oh, point yeah. that out um but there are a bunch of different towns so that makes sense but this sheriff kind of walks up behind her and tries to take her back he says oh i heard i got a notification there was somebody missing from your farm is that you Are you supposed to be back there and i wrote here is this guy a host or is this guy a human cuz we don't ever find out but he uh-huh. looks very he looks very host like like he has like the uh-huh. scar on his face and stuff like that but who knows it kind of could be a human cuz we know from the map room that they know that that she's here. So, back with the man in black and Armistice. The uh, Armistice goes ahead of the group. She says she has to meet up with some contacts, and she says that she'll signal them when when uh when she finds out uh if the information they they give her is good. Uh, I guess it's the information about this valuable thing she's going to get. And she just shoots the two guys, and the man in aglo- black says, "Oh, that must be the signal." That was a good line.
2: <laughs> yeah, but what did it mean? Was it good? Was it not good? Was it good? good
0: or bad? I guess. Yeah. Probably that must have mean bad. That's what it seemed like to me. But maybe she just likes killing people, which she does. Yeah. So back on the bounty hunt for Slim Miller with William and Dolores, and Dolores, uh, William asked Dolores, "Where, like, where is she going? Like, how?" Where were you on your way to, basically, when you found us? And Dolores says, I used to think there was a path for everyone. Now I question where the path is taking me. And I was like, wow, that's re- that's actually really good advice for life. <laughs> uh, and Dolores, at this point, Dolores looks up at the moon, and it kind of turns into a flashlight. And she has a flashback of, of the cleaners, just like Maeve did. Uh, and now, so Dolores is now remembering these cleaners which I'm assuming I'm just assuming this but if in the future I'm g- guessing Maeve is either going to show Dolores this or Dolores is going to see the pictures and go oh wait I've seen that um, yeah
2: they'll, they'll talk
0: yeah it seems like it because we're definitely get a, getting a connection here but they don't really they don't really ever talk so much uh, as far as the rest of the show or I guess they're loops they're not really two characters in Westworld that interact that much
2: yeah no innocent farm girl and head of the brothel
0: Right. So back on the search for the maze, I guess, with the Man in Black and Armistice, uh, this other guest, the guy who I said looked like a baby face, he kind of comes up to the Man in Black and he says, uh, I don't want to intrude, but I'm such a admirer of yours, and your foundation saved my sister's life. So we find out that the Man in Black, obviously outside of Westworld, is a very rich, very famous uh, philanthropist. Uh, possibly very big businessman, uh, but the man in black basically threatens to th- cut. He says, "I'm gonna, I'll cut your throat if you say any, another word." Uh, and he says, "This is my fucking vacation," and then just <laughs> walks off and kind of telling the guy to leave him alone. Which I thought that was cool because we kind of finally see the other side of the man in black, which we, you know what I mean. We've always only seen his. Uh, nah, I, alter yeah. ego, I would yeah. call
1: it, yeah, yeah,
2: but the real him obviously very different, right? Well, as you would be if you were going to a video game, you wouldn't necessarily be you, would you?
0: And I guess we you known this guy was <laughs> super rich for, for him to be able to go here for so many years, so I guess that yeah, and for me...
2: them to be rolling like whatever he wants, let him have it,
0: right? Everybody in head office spent like... so much money there, they're like, you can do whatever you want, kind of, yeah, yeah, uh. So we find out here that the gang's plan is to uh, steal a cannon and break somebody out of jail. And then they want to go rob, a, uh, rob somewhere. And the man in black tells Arminstens uh, that he can get, get him what, get what they want himself. Uh, and that he just uh, needs her to tell him about, uh, where, about her tattoo. The story behind her tattoo is what he says. And this is where the man in black tells her about Arnold. So, right here, we know that the Man in Black knows about Arnold. Uh, which, when we found out about Arnold, we had f- they had said that the company had tried to scrub any record of Arnold from the history of it. But for somehow, Man in Black knows about him. And so he kind of explains... He kind of explains the maze to her about how it's the deepest level of the game. But she doesn't understand any of this. She's a robot, so... Uh, and he says something about he, he thinks that the maze may involve real violence, which I'm like, kind of confused as to what that means as opposed to what other kind of violence. Like, does that mean? <laughs>
3: well, it's it's kind of fake violence they are doing in West right.
0: World. I guess I, I guess what he must mean is that he could actually die, right. Whereas yeah. in the rest of the West World, you could not actually you're not going to get killed really. So um, Armistice says uh, you're gonna break. He says all I need is a match, and she and she says you're gonna break a guy out of jail with just a match. Uh, yeah, I'll agree to that bet, no problem. Uh, and so we cut to this armored stagecoach. But this was this armored stagecoach was cool. I just want one myself to drive around. <laughs> but uh, Lawrence and and the man in black are now or they've been arrested, uh, and Lawrence is, looks pretty pissed about it. Uh, Cause he just, he just escaped the, the getting hung, and now he's back in a, a under under arrest again, and he knows he's gonna get hung. So the uh, the guard takes all but one of the Man in Black's cigars, uh. And we get to the jail, and Lawrence is taken away to be executed because he was already supposed to be executed. So they take him away to the firing squad, and he says. I'm, if I get my hands on you, I'm going to kill you to the man in black. And the man in black says, maybe someday. And I kind of found that interesting. I'm not really sure what, what that means, but mm-hmm. I guess I'm thinking that the uh, has to do with the maze and this uh, real violence. So the man, uh, man in black gets put in a cell and he's with the guy and the guy looks up and we find out it's Hector from episode one.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So... He uh, he breaks Hector out of jail using his cigar, which is like basically an Acme cigar from so, uh, Bugs so Bunny cartoons. Man. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> it's like it, it, because it, we even kind of get that later because he puts the cigar in the keyhole, blows blows the lock, so they they can escape. And the guard who stole the man in black cigars, uh, very much like uh, Elmer Fudd. He's smoking the cigar, and right as he's about to shoot the man in black, the cigar explodes and blows the guy's (laughs) head off.
2: See, smoking's very dangerous. (laughs) Right.
0: Especially if you're Elmer Fudd or a guard in Westworld. Um, And we get a kind of a weird scene here where right before he uses the cigar, I guess I skipped this, but we go to the map room, and they have to approve him using these pyrotechnics, which I thought (coughs) was kind of interesting. So the man in black, we're out, the man in black are now have escaped, uh, jail and we're with Lawrence and he's in front of the firing squad and he's blindfolded and they're about to shoot him. And we hear all these gunshots and then, and there's bullets flying around Lawrence's head. And then of course we get almost the same exact scene as when he was hung because the man in black has killed all these people with Hector and they, you know, they free Lawrence, because he needs them for something, obviously. Yeah. So we, So they return back to the gang's camp with the, mon, the man in black, Hector and Lawrence return. And Armistons tells the story of the tattoo of the man in black. And that this tattoo, is, it's all like kind of in pieces, the snake is. And she says that it represents all the men that killed her family when she was a little girl. And that each one that's filled in is a man she killed uh, to get revenge on these people. And I
3: like that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I I love just, this. I yeah. like her uh, uh, like uh, creepiness.
0: Right, and she's got she got some crazy eyes in this scene too. She does the crazy eye really good. Uh like, you know, she's a little off the off the uh reservation, you know what I mean, which West oh, Westworld. Uh <laughs> But we find out we look at the tattoo and the head of the tattoo is not filled in, and he says, no. Who, and he says, "Who's the uh, head is, of, of this group?" And she says the head of the group was Wyatt, or he is known as Wyatt, mm-hmm. which we know from Teddy's backstory that was inserted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which mm-hmm. Uh, timeline there's some clues happening right there if you think about the timeline, but I won't, I won't even go into it. But uh, we go back to town. Uh, with Maeve and a group of Native Americans is kind of walking through town for some reason these soldiers are kind of making a path for them I'm not really sure why they're they're walking through town and everybody's kind of staring at them but this little uh, Native American girl has a she drops a doll out of her um, basket and it's shaped just like one of the cleaners from Maeve's drawings and Maeve wants to know what did, what the doll means. And a soldier... One of the soldiers that there tells her... That's part of their religion. They're never going to tell you about that. Because that's sacred, basically. Uh, which I found that really, really cool. That... I mean, that's like... Kind of... It's taking straight out of... Um, what do you call it? Ancient alien theory? You know what I mean?
2: In what way?
0: Well... There, are, if you look into ancient alien theory, there are multiple different um, hieroglyphs and different things like that that people interpret as uh, some type of alien, pic- a picture of an alien that uh, some type of native group drew much, much uh, in the past so far that, uh, you know, uh, some of them are like the representation of who created them and things like that. You'd have to look into ancient alien theory, but yeah. it definitely is pulling from there. So back at the bar. bar uh, she recognizes one of these uh, uh, ban- bandits that's in the bar. He's one of the guys that was with uh, Armistice earlier, the bearded guy. And she knows that this guy works with Hector. And for some reason. Uh, she also knows that Hector uh, was lives with the Native Americans, mm. but which I'm kind of confused because he's. Seems like he's Mexican, so shouldn't he be from that Mexico town? But I guess he he's kind of a wild man, is what we're getting here. That
3: Mexico town?
0: <laughs> you know, the town that we've gone to twice that we call Mexico, but it's not Mexico, so we just oh. call it Mexico. So I'm going to call it the Mexico town. It's Mexico world. <laughs> Mexico. I guess so. Yeah, it's not West world. It's kind of South world.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so just <laughs> TOS. There's world. nothing racist about that.
1: <laughs>
3: no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But it, it it's it's kind of it's it's like uh, it's the south of Westworld. And that doesn't really make any sense because it's west.
0: <laughs> yeah, southwest world.
3: <laughs> yeah, southwest world. Right. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh basically it kind of she doesn't really say it, but I It kind of you interpret this like we just got her finding out about the doll and then she finds out that Hector has been living with the Native Americans. So if you put two and two together, it seems like she wants to get a hold of Hector so she can find out about this doll Mm -hmm. because she thinks, uh, well, he's he's it's not his religion. So he'll talk about it with me where they the other Native Americans wouldn't. So we go to, I wrote down Bernard's apartment, but I'm pretty sure it's Teresa's apartment. And then we have her after sex scene. And Teresa says she wants to have a talk with Ford about uh, this new story he's inventing. And Bernard is a bit worried because he's, he thinks she's way too defensive and that she, uh, Ford, uh, Ford doesn't take well to people being defensive against his ideas and things.
1: And,
3: and he's really correct.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if anybody is uh, going to be right about Ford in this, it seems like Bernard is the person out of everybody who has the closest relationship with him Bernard, so, yeah, Bernard he would definitely Well, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely uh, Yeah, because we're what we're about to get so, uh, so I, This scene is like three quarters of a page of notes I Just I this just, one scene, because there's I so much have, happening I love
3: that scene it's the best scene of the episode.
0: Right, we'll, we'll get into it here. But yeah, awesome. this is definitely the best scene. So Teresa is visiting Ford, and they're digging this g- giant hole. It looks like they're mining for something, right? Yes, yes. And Ford, um, he has, when they walk away from the hole, we see all these hosts. And it definitely looks like he has them working like slaves. Like mm-hmm. on a, uh, on a oh, they all have pickaxes yeah. and stuff, and they're kind of doing it in formation. Yeah. yeah,
3: this was. I was thinking back. This is such a um a, a throw on like uh, old uh, how uh, America was built.
0: It looks like a chain gang from like yeah. the thirties, you know, yeah. with like a prison chain gang kind of, because they're all yeah. lined up like that like and they've all got pickaxes.
2: That's know. what they uh, called. I was trying to think of what they were called. I was like rock smashing duty. What
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, chain gang. <laughs> But they but they don't have chains on because I mean the chains are kind of in their mind. But we also it also in this scene it kinda of shows what how Ford thinks of these creatures. He's willing to use them as slaves. So, yeah, he
3: does not give two fucks about those people.
0: Right. Well he I mean they're not to him, people. they're not people. So they're hosts. Yeah. So uh Teresa and Ford are kind of in this cool little restaurant on the on the balcony and a place we've never seen before. And Teresa says, I think I've been here. I, I was here when I was a kid at one point. And they're having drinks and Ford starts to talk about Arnold. And before there was a money man. And he's obviously referring to Teresa as the money man. Yeah. Which I think I mentioned this at one point. Like Teresa clearly uh, thinks of only the money and doesn't think about everything else that's happening in, in Westworld. Or um, she doesn't really concern her unless it's a problem.
3: She doesn't and, give two fucks.
0: Right. And she kind of is saying this. She, You can tell she's kind of saying, uh, we need to figure out what's going on with your story so we can let everybody know. But Ford is saying, listen, I put this place together. It's mine. And at this point, the server who's pouring wine for Teresa, he doesn't stop pouring the wine. So it starts just pouring out all over the table. And Teresa looks around, and everybody, all the hosts around them, are just frozen in time. I
3: love that. It's
0: and this such is where a
3: power move.
0: Right, and Ford, this at this point says, "This is uh, I created this place, and I am a god here. You're nothing, yeah. basically." Yeah. And I was kind of confused by this because can Ford just do this with his mind? I mean, it didn't have like a remote control or like some type of iPad device to like yeah,
2: because in Westworld, it's what you. Imagine happens. So if you want, if you want something, they can get into your brain and find it out. So there must be. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. And I guess Ford probably has the keys to anything you wants to have happen. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, how how they do with that? I I don't know. Well, the excuse is future. That's the excuse. Um. <laughs> so everyone's frozen around them, uh, and Teresa basically tries really hard not to look intimidated. Uh, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) And she doesn't really do a great job. She does a really
0: bad job, yeah. (laughs) And here we find out that Ford Uh, knows about Teresa and Bernard being together. I love Uh, that. And Ford says, please don't get in my way. (laughs) (laughs) And he says it very kindly, but you can tell it's very threatening. Oh yeah. Everything just happened. Um, And she says the that the board is uh, of directors is going to agree with her and, and disagree with Ford. And Ford, he's not really concerned with that because he's like, this is my, I created this. And then everything starts to shake and the giant bulldozer thing that we saw earlier uh, starts coming towards the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, don't worry about my story. It's it's not a rehash of anything. I'm not the sentimental type. So basically saying, I'm about to destroy all the old stuff. Yeah. yeah. Make something totally new.
2: It a sketch end of Westworld.
0: So back at the bounty hunt with William and Dolores and Logan, William tells Dolores to stay behind. Um, and they're at this, I-, I called it a trading post, kind of what it looks like. And there's the, you can hear inside that there's people in there. And we find out this is where Slim Miller is. So the three men head ahead head, head uh, in up ahead, uh, leave Dolores behind. William and Logan and, and their mm, cohort, I guess, the host that's leading them around. And they go into this place, and basically Logan kills all the bandits. And William is very afraid of everything that's happening around him. But they capture Slim Miller, so hey. I guess something good came out of it. But you can kind of tell still here uh, they're pointing out, William... Even though he wanted to do this, maybe he wasn't 100% ready for it. Yeah, he's not really dealt
2: with it, is he? The violence.
0: No, I mean, he went in there and he was all hyped up to go do it. But right when the shooting started, he hid behind the bar. So, back at the Bounty Hunt. uh, Or back at the Maze Quest with the Man in Black and Lawrence. Lawrence warns the Man in Black about going after Wyatt. And... They, this is where they find Teddy tied to a tree, very much like we saw in the last episode, those two guys that were tied to the tree. But Teddy's still alive, and he asks he, he asked the man in black to kill him. But the man in black says, I got other plans for you, Teddy. Basically, all you got is suffering left. So we go back, uh, and they've captured Slim Miller, so they have him all tied up, and they're carrying him uh, to get the bounty. But Slim says his boss, Elizo, will pay... Double the the reward fee if they if they set him free uh, back to his boss. Uh, so Logan, right here, he goes ahead and kills the bounty. He just shoots the bounty hunter in the head because he said <laughs> because Slim said this, uh, and he, uh, Logan says Elizo is an Easter egg. Uh, it's the best ride in the park. So I I found that Easter egg is cool, uh, even though that hasn't really been a term forever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah. It's a dated DVD term, but still, whatever. Very cool. Uh, So, Logan uh, leaves... They kind of have a disagreement about what they're going to do, but Logan ends up leaving with Slim, and uh, I would assume William ends up leaving with Dolores. But Logan wants to go find this place uh, where Eliza is. And from earlier, I didn't mention this, but it seems like Lawrence and Slim have the same boss. Because both of them say the same town. It started with a P, but I can't remember the name of it. Mm. Not sure if that'll connect, but I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, back to the map room. Uh, is this the map room? No. We're back in, t- in Westworld. Hector is riding into town. Right. We see it from the map room. and
3: Yeah, I was beginning to wonder. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're in the map room. We see Hector riding into town, so we know that this is kind of the end of the story loop that we saw last time. Right. Uh, and this time, uh, when Hector goes into the bar to with the rope to go get the uh, safe, Maeve pulls a gun on him. She pulls him into the back room, and she wants to make a deal with Hector and says that she'll give Hector the combo of the safe, so he doesn't have to. He won't even have to drag the safe out. He'll just be able to take whatever's in it. Uh, if he'll tell her about the drawing uh, and the the uh, doll of the cleaner, and Hector tells Maeve it's a shade, and a shade is a m- man who walks between two worlds, or at least that's this is what the Native Americans believe. These these are gods or people who walk between two worlds. So I thought, I like, I thought that was funny.
3: I love that explanation. Yeah,
0: right. And it's a- that's right out of uh, actual Native American mythology. So that's very cool yeah um so Maeve asks Hector uh he uh after he gives her uh the two answers she wants on the third combo he asks uh Maeve asks Hector to cut her uh in the same spot that she got shot and Hector's like I don't cut women <laughs> uh, yeah no. a strange
2: request uh no
0: <laughs> and uh Maeve says oh, well fine I'll do it myself so she stabs his. Uh, the knife and the same spot where she got shot, but there's no wound or scarring. So Hector, she tells Hector to reach in there, and Hector, it's very weirdly sexual. Him pulling a yeah. ball out of her stomach, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though there's blood going all over there, it's very uh, yeah. and as this is all happening, the cops are outside breaking, trying to break down the door. So very tense moment. And Hector pulls this bullet out of the wound that didn't have any scar.
1: Mm -hmm. And Hector
0: looks at it and says, what does it mean? And Maeve says, that I'm not crazy and that none of this matters. And they just start making out (laughs) and we cut the credits. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I like that ending. Yeah. What a great episode. This episode was amazing. I loved it.
1: Loved it!
2: It had so much. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those. I've I've got to watch it again. It's like a really good film. Yeah. You know, when you come out and you're like, I, I think yep. I need to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. This episode I really liked because we didn't have we didn't introduce any more new characters oh, really. We were just all story and getting getting down to the nitty gritty, which yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. Which uh, I'm assuming we had the uh, African American sheriff when we were at the jail uh, with Lawrence and the Man in Black. He seemed like a character that's going to come back just by uh, how they portrayed him in the show, but who knows?
3: Who knows, indeed. Uh, What would you rate this show so far, Luke?
0: Oh, a good nine. Maybe even higher, but... Yeah. You never really judge anything too soon.
3: I know. I'm at a nine as well. What about you, Um,
2: I'm probably a little bit less, probably eight, eight and a half. But that's purely because it's just a bit overkill on the violence, like I like it, but you know when there's there's so much, and I find it hard to keep up with everything right that's that's my uh, only, and I can't really tell my mom to watch it because it's a bit too
0: <laughs> no, my yeah. mom would never watch this absolutely not yeah no,
3: but hey, uh, tell her, we are going to for the first time together choose our own adventure, yeah. Yay. Oh yeah, this
0: is the first time all three of us have been here, so we'll be able to do kind of a consensus vote again. Yeah, That'll we never
3: nice, done this before all together uh, an episode. No, never. Right.
0: First time exclusive. So, West uh, Choose Your Own Adventure part 4. So that kind <laughs> of <interesting>. oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So last time uh you went to well you were still at the CIA. And Tilly had picked um, checking out the nuclear scientist. Yep. And then Fro... Uh, the, well, you checked out the nuclear scientist. You found out that there, he, he had two, two uh, suggestions as the possible causes of this. The oil in the world disappearing. And he says it, it could be the, the nuclear plant on this mysterious island... Was one of them, uh, or it could be a problem with nuclear waste. Uh, yeah. And those were the two options. And Fro decided to go to the mysterious island. I guess yes, Fro and Tron, Fro, Tron, and me all decided.
1: Every, every, <laughs> who, who
3: doesn't want to go to a mysterious island?
2: It's a bit like that episode of Family Guy, though, with the, you had to choose a mystery box.
3: (laughs) Yes, 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 it's exactly (laughs) like that. Could have even been a boat! It could be a boat! I love that episode (laughs) of Family Guy. I love that episode. Yeah, sorry, look.
0: So, to our story. Ned, we gotta go to the island, you say. We can't wait for your mysterious messages this time. I can feel it in my bones. I know I'm right. Ned begins to <laughs> stammer, a refusal uh, to follow your instructions, but Miss Thornberry interrupts. I vote for the island, too, and my vote counts more than either of yours do. Let's go. Do, 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 do. Gotta go to the next pages. Okay. Two days later, and the three of you and Hemet Segura... Aboard an aging twin engine Grumman Goose Which is an airplane <laughs> And actually we got a picture here It looks exactly like the airplane from Uh What is it? Uh, tailspin cartoon. Oh,
3: Tailspin Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, You're accompanied by Two frogmen and a two Mountain rescue experts You choose the plane because it looks harmless Just an old island hopper Carrying fruits and veggies From one island to another. Nobody would suspect it of being a mini-invasion force. There, over there, about 20 degrees to the north. Segura says. You nod and peer out the window at a swirl of clouds riding like a mirage on the clear blue-green ocean. Segura continues to talk. That's the island, popped up like an asparagus volcano. That's the oh. island. Popped up like an asparagus. Volcano, you know... Volcano... This is broken. <laughs> I'm going to... St- that's really what it says. Segura t- continues to talk. That's the island. Popped up like an asparagus. Vol- it should say, a volcano, you know, but it doesn't have an A there. That's the mm. problem. Mistyped. It happened 10 years back. Covered with clouds all the time. The volcano smoke smokes like crazy turn to page 50 why
3: does the volcano smoke i mean smoking is bad for you
0: i I don't know yeah it's a volcano
4: it's (laughs) It's probably
0: trying to stay thin (laughs) the plane banks and makes a long slow approach to the circular bay protected from the ocean swells by the reef the pontoon touches down on the calm water then you taxi to the rough shoreline and drop anchor. And we have a picture here of them in a boat getting onto the shoreline. They're all dressed up in, like, scuba gear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, time for some for action, announces Miss Thornberry. We'll split up into two groups. One group will head for the volcano and circle it, looking for the nuclear plant. The other group, oh, recon- reconnaissance the shoreline by rubber, rubber raft and scuba gear. Okay, I was like, that is a... <laughs> But They recoiled when they saw Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that's not actually the word, but that's what it means. Miss Thorn- Thornberry looks at you. I'm leading the island search team, she says. All right, we have a decision. Do you decide to join the search for the nuclear plant, or do you choose to go on the Frogman operation? No, we want to, to mission.
3: The, to the new nuclear plant. That's what we are looking for in the first place.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: I say nuclear plant. Tilly. Yeah, I don't yeah. want
2: to go on a frogman right. mission. What the hell was one of yeah, you,
0: Why? Why? Why would we do that?
2: Exactly. Let's go for the nuclear option.
0: Yep. Alright. So next week, we will cover that. We will go to the volcano.
3: <laughs> Let's do the time warp again.
0: We can do that in the volcano.
2: <laughs> it's just a jump to the left. Ah!
3: I'm a little right. Um, so, uh, Luke, have you read anything this week?
0: Uh, I started um, Death of WCW again. Um, but I got it off. Uh, I read it hardback. Now I'm listening to it on Audible. So.
3: Ah. Oh. Did you use the link for Audible?
0: I already have Audible, so no. But if you don't have Audible, you can go to audible.com forward slash another digital citizen or as still that's is, is it? isn't it audibletrial.com
2: forward slash another digital citizen
0: yes it is yes it is you're right I'm wrong okay
2: I thought I was wrong I was... for a second then I've been saying it wrong the whole time
3: oh <laughs> uh, Luke is right you haven't read anything have you,
2: no. you? No. no no not at no. all I've probably read sure. some things when I was in the Isle of Wight but it weren't books
0: <laughs> yes um, Oh hey. there's one thing I read this week oh. uh, I got my voting pamphlet I got my uh, All my voting stuff so I've been Reading up on you know the measures And things that I'm going to be having to vote on So that's one thing I read this week
3: Cool and you cool. are of course going to vote For Trump uh, no. What?
2: Yeah I have a question do you, Do you only get the two candidates to vote for? On mine, I have
0: all. I have the four big ones on mine, and then so there's who the, are writing the other two. Box. So really, uh, Jill Stein, who is I'm going to vote for, and then Gary Johnson,
2: of course. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, because they they are not mentioned at all. Where are their debates?
0: Well, if you go to the Young Turks, they did a debate uh, with Jill Stein, yeah. and if you go to Jill Stein's website, you can find she did some cool things where. Uh, they took the debate and edited her comments about each question into the debate. So it was kind of like she was there, but she wasn't.
1: Mm -hmm, Cool. Like Young
0: Turks.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, she did one on there, and then if you go to her website, there's more stuff on there. But But
3: you you can also watch... uh... Young Turks is a
0: great place to go to... Uh, check out uh, different uh, kinds of news from America that isn't really slanted one way or another. It's a bit slanted towards the Democrat side,
1: but
3: oh, it's definitely...
0: N- <laughs> they're they're not as slanted as other places. Uh, like, they're not yeah. CNN. <laughs> no. They, they were all for Bernie. They weren't... Yeah, they're not slanted Democrat, really, but they're definitely slanted more liberal. Uh, so Young Turks or uh, Democracy Now is another good one. Oh, yeah, I love, uh, love,
1: love yeah. that.
0: If you're tired of CNN or NBC, so. Do you have anything you want to plug, Tiller?
3: Um,
2: the Isle of Wight. For all the people that are freaking out in the UK right now about the whole Brexit thing and that you know the pound's dropped and everything, you can't go on holiday abroad. Go on holiday here. We've got lots and lots of little islands. We've got Wales and Scotland and you know Ireland. If you want to go far, um, yeah, go and see a little island. Go and give them. Some money <laughs> essentially they need it for their tourism. Go and help get things reopened
0: again.
3: I couldn't g- agree more. Uh, what about you, Luke?
0: Uh, just a little handfuls organic.com, uh, little kids, uh, food for little kids. So go to their website, check it out.
3: I do another podcast, I have heard some rumors about it. It's called Sharkspond, uh, a South Park podcast where we do reviews and talk surprisingly much about South Park. It's almost like that is the point of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little weird. It's almost like we talk about South Park every single episode. I don't know know why. So weird. Yeah. Uh, coming up next week, we will, of course, do some news, news, and we will torture Luke with some TV, uh, Glee. We will finally talk about d and Stefan Molyneux, my hero. <laughs> and <laughs> and
0: admit, believe it or not, Stefan Molyneux has a lot to do with the creation of this podcast, but we'll get yes. into that next week.
3: Yes, he does, <laughs> he does, he does. Uh, then we will talk of uh, Hell in a Cell results, uh, another digital review of Inferno, and we will do Westworld episode five. So, from Norway, UK, and the United States of America, goodbye everybody.
1: everybody. Bye everybody. Goodbye,
2: citizen!